Yes, Rick there, please. Yes, yes. There have been many times you and I have gone round and round, and we bled the same blood in the same muds. But this time it's all about business, Jack. Right, let's do it. You and I, Friday night, Daddy, at the Fulton County Stadium. <laughs> the great American bat. Dusty rides on the edge of a lightning boat with a silver saddle, Daddy. Now you come on down there with your limousine and your horseman. Bring your A-game. Yeah, it's Rick there, please. This is. It's time for you to meet your maker in the American dream. Dusty Rose is up for the challenge. I think the American dream's barking up the wrong tree. We'll see if your blood is as red as mine, Mr. Flares. We will find out indeed, sir. That's right, find out in Flint! <laughs> you a yellow dog! You hung your phone up on me! May I take a message? Yes. Tell him this is Big Dust, the American dream. Big Dust, the American dream? Yes, ma'am. Are you a friend of his? More of a nemesis, I guess you could say. Are you Bob Klepak's friend? I do not know who this Klepak fella is. All I know is that the other night when Rick hit me from behind, I saw where the line was drawn, and now, Friday night at Starcade, myself, hey, where did you go, baby dog? Damn bicycle, he got a bicycle. Hey, what is up, everybody? Rajay back in the house. How you like that to get it started tonight on that Thursday? Welcome in, and tonight I'm going to be bringing in a few different people. Um, unfortunately, our usual people that are part of the show, Mal and Todd, are actually not here tonight. Oh. It's all right. It's all right. We'll get through. We'll get through. I got some great other people coming oh. in. That's right. That's right. So stay tuned. I'm going to bring one of them up right now. It's going to actually co-pilot the ship with me here. Let's see what else happens during the course of the night. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what goes on. If you haven't checked out the poll of the night, the poll on the night over on the chat is, have you had a non-alcoholic beer recently? I'm kind of curious how many of you are out there drinking some of the non-alcoholic beers. And we'll talk about some of that stuff coming up. That being said, let's go ahead and welcome in Shane. For Shane's Craft Beer Review, who is actually here with us tonight. Big round of applause, people. Big round of applause. There we go. That's right. That's right. So, so welcome in, Shane. Great to have you, my friend. Happy Thursday night to you. Thank you, sir. Pleasure to be here as always. Definitely. Definitely. Tell people about your channel, Shane. Sure. Well, if anybody who doesn't know, I'm Shane. I run Shane's Craft Beer Review. Uh, I'm a Canadian boy, um, so I do a lot of uh, Canadian beers, but I do do a lot of uh, beers from the States and Europe and, you know, wherever I can get a, a new beer that I've never tried before. Uh, I do a lot of fun stuff. I do uh, some kind of every couple months I'll do like an epic. Well, I think it's epic. Nope, not everybody does. <laughs> I think they're pretty epic videos. Actually, I've got one coming out tomorrow night. Maybe we'll talk about that later on as well. But yeah, check out my channel, please. I, I would appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So great having Shane on and uh, great community. Shane had the uh, name of the awards again are? The Chuggy Awards. Chuggy Awards that he did a couple months back. So that was awesome. A great thing there. So lots yeah, of fun sure. with the Beer Review community. Shout out to PA Brew News in the house. Paul's out there. Friday night, Big Daddy. Big Dusty Rose fan from back in the day as well. Baby Doll. You got a chair, Baby Doll. 
And he says, cheers to Shane. And uh, Paul, if you're around, let me know as well. Just throw a thumbs up there if you are. Gilbert's in the house. Cheers. We got the Canadian contingent coming in. So awesome. Gilbert's right up there in Ontario as well. So not too far from probably. Well, I, mean, I say not too far, but Kent, Kent is spaced out. But he's he's Ontario. Ontario is a weird cut of land anyway. Just the way it's kind of all shaped and everything, right? Like you think you're in it, then you're not. Then you think you're out of it and you're not. It's just kind of a weird yeah. cut they have. So. Well, like I said to people before, I mean, you know, if you if you're driving in Europe, in within like a few hours, you can visit like four or five different countries. In Ontario, yeah. you start driving, and 19 hours later, you're still in Ontario. It's, yeah. it's because it's that big. It's that big, right? <laughs> well, good. Yeah. So you and Gilbert both Ontario there, and uh, yep. PA says if you're if you're with the around 1125, so. You never know on this show. I don't know if we'll go that late tonight just because it's just going to be fused, but you never know. If Shane's hanging out. I'm hanging out. We're having a good time. People are asking questions. They're keeping us all involved. You just never know where we're going to end up. And you know how it is around here. Anybody can fall in through the door. You know, I try to close it, but it doesn't always work that way. So <laughs> seem to find the way in. Yeah. And just a reminder, if you're new to the channel, what we do around here. Champagne or girly drinks. We drink beer and beer and beer, beer, beer. No champagne or girly drinks. We drink beer and beer and beer, beer, beer. Pretty much. Pretty much. I wish I had Matt. loved that song when I put it out there now. So, that was awesome. That was yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got all kinds of stuff happening here. The thing with, as you know, running steering yard is trying to figure out where everything is in a certain fraction of a second right because then you're like right. you want to be shuffling through so it's like trying to remember you don't have like a, a physical board where you just hit a button like a lot of the big wigs do you know we're still working off the screen <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah. right <laughs> maybe if you two sends me some more money i can actually get one of those <laughs> <laughs> i gotta say though i i love the intro on today's video that was that was awesome have um, you not seen that one before the the uh wrestling one you know i always i don't i'm never I, i'm always late this is the first time I've actually been on time for your for your thing because I, I I know you needed me, so I was making sure I was on time this week. Um, it, it actually reminded me. There's another one that's similar to that, except for it's uh, with John Cena, and it's basically okay. this guy. He the guy keeps calling this one woman and bugging her about, and then the John Cena music plays, and he's like, "Oh yeah, John Cena, the champion, he's coming to Detroit Motor City this week," and it's it's pretty funny, and that's exactly what that reminds me of. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty good. I do have a John Cena clip. Maybe we'll show that later too. Which okay, really super. Funny. Yeah. So why not? So Kid Kid Chris was actually he used to be in I think in Florida, but then when I was living in Cincinnati, he came up to Cincinnati where he became one of the shock jocks up there, and that was part of one of the skits he does. He has that one. I have another one from him as well for Dusty Rose. I had a third one. And at some point I deleted it and now you can't find it anywhere. I think he had to take down, cause I can't even find these out there on his channel. I think you got to take them down like a cease and desist maybe, but I was able to download the copies that I had of it. So I'll put it up here from time to time. And it was one where they were calling from heaven where Dusty Rose was calling from heaven after he had died. And okay. he was there and Ultima Warrior was there. And they were basically, he was imitating all these wrestlers and they were in the PDW, the PMW, the postmortem wrestling league up in heaven. So nice. that's awesome. It's, it's pretty classic. Yeah. So he's a pretty funny guy. So I think he's still out in Cincinnati doing some stuff. And I wish he would make more, but I think in somewhere along the line, he had to stop. Like, I don't know, like I said, it might have been cease and desist because they were so dead on the imitations they were doing for a lot of the wrestlers. So, but yeah. And see here, 
And before we get into some of the beers, as you know, that's what, like I said, that's what we do here as well. See who else is all in. He is locked in post Pop Tart Land because he's at the Pop Tart Factory. So yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Keep, you're doing you're doing God's work there at the. Yeah, but it's funny thing he told me. I don't even eat pop tarts, but he like manages in the pop. So yeah, <laughs> he's not a pop tart man. Like, but yeah, yeah. one time you get that pop tart, you're like, oh, thank you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to JT in the house as well. Uh, be a three hours so until I can drink a beer, right? Uh, <laughs> He said, now that's hard times. Yeah, that is hard times. You got to wait to actually drink a beer and stuff. So, um, yeah. yeah. But you will get there. You will you will get there, my friend. So For sure. And uh, you haven't checked out Paul on his channel, PA Brewer News. Great channel. Check him out. He actually just released some uh, Gothic beer review stuff, too, and everything. So, obviously, uh, Paul, unless I'm wrong, October. Great month of year because he's a big horror fan. So. For a lot of horror fans, October is like that best month of the year where it's got all the horror stuff and you dress up and you do all this kind of crazy things. Are you a big horror buff? Do you like a lot of horror movies? What are you know, any horror favorites? Um, you I don't I don't I don't mind them. Um I they're not usually something I'll go and seek out like on a regular basis, but I don't I don't mind watching. Like I was saying earlier before we started the show today, um I recorded my Halloween episode today at uh, one of the most haunted places in this area. So that was uh it was a little crowd. I I went during the day because I'm a big baby, but mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it was an interesting place to go to. That's for sure. Okay, okay. We that's... used to have a haunted. We used to have a haunted bar where I used to be at in Kentucky in the Cincinnati area. I never ended up going to it, but they would say like weird things would happen in there, and they'd have tours and stuff like that and everything. I just I felt like it was really haunted. Could you really sit there in your mind work the whole day? Right. I'd be feel like you were freaked out at some point. Like, okay, this is my last day. I'm out. You know, it's kind of like she's on pole. Guy stuff happening. Okay, I quit. I'm done. Send me my check. <laughs> now tell me I'm not gonna wait around. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'll be outside the front step. <laughs> wait yeah. for my Uber. I'm out of here. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Nice and I, I tell people about some of that. I tell people all the time. Like I, I honestly do not believe in ghosts, but I don't want to mm -hmm. do something that's going to make me have to start believing in them. So yeah. <laughs> I'm very yeah. careful with some of the stuff. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> it's like I don't believe in Bloody Mary, but I'm not gonna say it 12 times or 13 times in That's the right. year either. <laughs> I'm not do it. It's a whole bunch of hooey, but I'm not gonna do it just, just in I'm case. I'm not gonna do it. Just in case, in case. You know? <laughs> but that little Ooh. sliver, sliver of a chance, you know. You never know what's gonna think, happen. What, what beard I want to start with? We'll start with this little baby right here as I put this one back on the pedestal. Like all beers should be on the pedestal, right? So this is one I had. I think last week, I don't think I talked about it too much, but it is the Imperial Amber. So this mm. is from Great Lakes. It's their 35th anniversary beer. So it is their Elliot Ness that is actually done in, I want to say it was bullet barrels, I think they may have used. 12.1% ABV. So Ooh, got a banger. Yeah, log, lager in bourbon barrels. And looking on the side here. It doesn't say on there, but I thought I read somewhere that I think it was bullet bourbon they actually used for it. So, yeah. So, Great Lakes, Cleveland, Ohio. There is one in Canada. They are not related, even though it's right across the lake from where Cleveland is. Yeah, We're coincidence. Sure. But, yeah, they have their own identity, just like the one in Cleveland does. But uh, 
definitely recommend anybody ever in the Cleveland area. Great Lakes has to be on your spots to actually look to check out for sure. And if you're ever in Toronto, check out Great Lakes there because that is an excellent brewery as well. Yeah. And as you're pouring there, it's actually really funny that you picked uh, an amber today because so did I. <laughs> that's oh, the, that's what I picked out today. This is the uh, away from the norm from the Moore Brewing Company out of Illinois somewhere. Uh, Villa Park, six percent alcohol volume. So is that what you picked up when you came down to Chicago? Yes, I still have one or two of these left. I've been trying to get them reviewed, but there's like between that and all the beer mail I've been getting lately, I've been having a really hard time just trying to catch up on all the beers that I have in my fridge. <laughs> Good luck on that. Oh, <laughs> I, ne I never do. That's a race I, I never, never win. I never win that race. So yeah. Cheers to you, Rusty, as well, my friend. Rusty, cheers. And in case anybody's questioning this, yes, I always hard pour my beers. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like that, just deal with it. <laughs> there, there's a reason for it. And uh, hey, why don't you go back and watch the last 50 episodes on my channel and you can find out why. <laughs> I might even be farther back than that. <laughs> oh, I was say, um, there's nothing wrong with... Uh... See, this is a problem with StreamYard. I can't find my damn sound effect now. I'm saying there's nothing wrong with having a big head. But I couldn't find a shot. <laughs> so it kind of it died out as I was trying to find the right button. You, you almost need to get a separate a separate soundboard and have it sitting beside with all the yeah. sound effects already set. And you can just... Actually, I think my son has a... Uh, I can't even remember what the hell it's called. It's like, it's like a mini... Road, like the mini like soundboard thing. You, kind. Hit the, you hit the button and it just does it. Yeah. I wonder if yeah. that would work. I don't know. Yeah, never... I mean that's that that's where I see like Nick Dimonin and some of the other like big YouTubers. They have like the the road something. It's like a board where it has it. You just hit a button and stuff. You can, but you can only program it for a certain number of times. That's one thing with Streamyards. You can put different ones in there. I think you can go up to like fifty or a hundred type of things you can put on the side. But then it's just oh, trying nice. to find what you have stuff. So. Right. The easy thing would be for me to go in and go because you can edit the names of it and code it a little bit better than it actually is. I just haven't gotten around to doing that. So right. when you run a YouTube channel, there's always something else you could be doing, right? You know this. So yeah. Yeah, JT's got it going on down there. When when you get down the list, JT's right. How are you, yeah. James? By the way, long time no see, my friend. It's been uh July, I guess uh, three months, I guess. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> hard times is when you hard pour and have to wait. <laughs> well, you go overseas. It's not, it's not that I, mean, I have to wait. Although I, I haven't want to wait. When I I haven't been overseas, but you know, I read a lot about beer because beer knowledge is important. That's drinking the beer too. You go to some of the places in Europe, they're gonna hard pour and it's gonna you're gonna wait. And it basically it's a patience type thing, and you're in one of the pubs where believe this or not, some of them still don't have TVs, and it's more about the communication. And socializing, and as your beer's settling, you're having a good conversation, and then you enjoy the beer when the beer is ready. You know, don't drink a beer before it's time. So, exactly. Like I said, I've kind but of here, adopted. Go, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm saying, but here in the states, like I went out last weekend, and it's just like I got a beer from one person at the bar. You could just tell it was like somebody didn't really know how to pour beer as much. Like the heads over there. And I ended up having to send it back because I guess, I don't know if it happened when it was in the glass or I wasn't paying attention, but it was a sour. And I turned around and there was like a little like fly or something got into it. So I had to send it back. And the next person poured one, they did no problem or anything like that. They went and poured another one. 
and it was a head on it. So I'm like, I don't think these were poured by the same people. Like one knew how to pour and one didn't. Right. <laughs> and that, <laughs> and that happens talk, talk to your team member. Yeah, talk to your team member. Maybe give them some pointers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, ahead, it might have it might have been saying. their first day and they've they're they're not used to pouring beer. Like that's their maybe that's their first bar job kind of thing, right? Well, one of the things is I always talk about is um is ban on management for not training the right staff to do stuff too. A lot of them don't train them to actually prepare them to actually do that. A lot of them don't understand right. how to do certain things or don't give them the knowledge about it. And at this point, I almost feel like every bar or brewery or whatever, where's there a beer? Like there's no reason to have your people that are serving not be certified beer service. Correct. Go yes. ahead and pay for them and get that designation. They get trained on it properly and they know how to do it and they'll be able to handle and be knowledgeable because it's like you at a place and you ask about a beer, you want to talk about a beer, you ask the beer tender like, oh, geez, I don't know. I mean, this is just what we got here. I have no idea. I don't drink beer. Oh, I don't know these beer. Or, you know, the guy just dropped them off from the distributor. Like, That's not having that knowledge there is like one of the worst. Just like... <laughs> That's no that's no excuse. Like even if you're not a beer drinker, if if your job is to pour beer or have anything to do with beer, you should know about all the beers, whether you drink it or not. That's part of your that's right. part of your job is to have that knowledge, right? Right, right. That would be, that would be like somebody come into my work and said, uh, "Hey, what's the what's the best?" I work in a casino. In case anybody doesn't know, um, mm-hmm. if somebody came in and said, "Hey, uh, what's a really good game to play?" and I'm, like, I don't know, they're all the same. Like, uh, you know, like that's that's a, that's that's such a <laughs> shitty customer service freaking thing. Yeah, it is. You know? It's just like, and it's like it's not hard. Like if you can, well, you can learn yourself. But I'm saying, if I ran an establishment, I would want all my people to actually know as well. Sure. I would take it upon Absolutely. myself to have them put out the best experience for the customers because guess what? Customers don't have a good experience. Customers don't come back. Enough That's customers right. don't come back. You don't stay open. So I want to make sure we have the best opportunity to stay open as long as we can. And all these people that run these businesses, I would think, would think the same way. So You would think so. You would think yeah. so. Because yeah. so that's, that's what you want. you want. You want that good product and friendly, knowledgeable staff that gives that good customer experience to people so that they do come back, right? Because you can have like yeah. the best the, the best steak in the world. Yeah. But if the waiter comes up and goes, hey, here's your fucking steak. Enjoy it. Uh, oh, by the way, there's some ketchup there in case you want to put it yeah. on the side. You know, or so, you know, something ridiculous like that. Yeah. And by this point, everybody should know because we've all seen this show. Shut it down. 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 Now. Nobody wants us going John Taffer up in the place. I'm just saying. <laughs> Tonight, <laughs> you know, I, I, actually, <laughs> I actually forgot a new season of that started last week. Was it last week? On our so. k- Kitchen Nightmares, sorry. Oh, kitchen. well, that's the other thing for the cold. Yeah, same, same. Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. Yeah, but I never get tired of John Taffer and Bar Rescue. No. It was just, you know, you watch it, and you you know, and you think, well, no, this can't be like this bad or this bad. But then when you actually go to places and you start noticing those things, and you're like, there really are people out here that don't know what they're doing. They yeah, have well, no idea sure. what they're doing and stuff. And then Absolutely. over the years, talking to different bar owners, and it's just like, yeah, it's like, why would you have this here and that there? And your people are wasting time going back and forth rather than having something built. And it's just like you start becoming like a mini taffer out there looking at stuff. And it's just like, that makes no sense. Why are you doing that? You got to be yep. killing your people's knees. They can't be working there for long. And you got to go hire new people and bring in other. It's just like, yeah. So good yeah. knowledge watching that show. You can really pick up some things. So if those of you don't watch it and wonder if it's all fake or not, I'm going to tell you now there's places that are just that bad that they point out on there. <laughs> right. I'm trying to think. There was, there was a quote, and I can't remember who the hell it was. 
I want to think for some reason I'm thinking it's Richard Branson, the guy from Virgin. Mm -hmm. And I think his big philosophy was, you know, take care of your employees and they will take care of the customers for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which, which makes total sense. Take, take care of your staff. And if if you take care of your staff, they're going to do their job and they're going to do it great as long as you're taking care of them. Right. Yeah. And then some of the great managers will tell you, I mean, they know the difference and the importance of not just leaning from the front, but also leaning from the back too. So, right. you know, you got to be able to do that and not try to micro everything. So it's a, it's a, you know, you walk that walk if you're in that type of man type thing, but I think in the, especially in the beer industry, beverage industry or food, service, like you're such a, or even like the gambling industry is such a social industry where you're right. out and you're dealing with the public. You have to be able to hit these different things to actually succeed. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and that's what you want. You want your customers to remember not only the food or the drink or whatever, you know, your service. You want them to remember the people that work there yeah. and say, man, you know, I had a great time because of, you know, uh, Rod, Rod J was uh, served, was a great server and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, especially when they take the time to write out a little comment card or something like that. Because not, not everybody does that. They don't have time. But if, you know, you have an exceptional experience. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's easy to leave a negative comment card. Right. Oh, oh very my, easy. my steak yeah. was cooked wrong. You guys suck. But yeah. when you get that one that's just like, hey, you know what? You guys got it going on. You got great servers, blah, 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 blah. That's just gold for a business for sure. And one thing about business is negativity moves faster than positivity. So oh, you have more than negative. the negative, they'll tell everybody about it. Positive might tell a couple about, but those negative ones really multiply where the, where the other ones more out of it. So you end up getting a, a wave of just bad stuff coming your way. You know, just think about some of the things you see online nowadays when some of these establishments do some terrible stuff and they just light them up on the different ratings on different things. And it's just like, they got to shut down their site. They got to do this, do that. Cause they're getting nailed on so many different things. So yeah. Oh yeah. Just, absolutely. You know, you gotta, you gotta take all this into consideration, but yeah, to JT's point, hard porn was a lot of flavor. It was up the flavor. It was up the aroma, releases the gases, cut down the beer farts. But see, here's the thing. Like, so it's funny. I do find some contradictions watching, on bar rescue like there's a video that john put out where he's talking about you know you do the hard pour you pour right down and he did the little paper towel where it doesn't cover it but at the same yeah. point he'll have special in there they don't pour part down the thing is you can pour you can pour 45 and then you like go to about halfway almost and then you go straight down that will still release the gas that's how a lot of the other ones are pouring it rather right. than going straight down the whole Ring time. Full pour. Yeah, but, for sure. Right. Either. Yeah. And so, but it's like the ones that are making these bad ones are going like eight ninths of the glass. And then they trip it up to try to give you a little bit of something. That's like way too past where they're supposed to do it and everything too. Yeah. So it's just kind of funny there. Yeah. Well, like said, everybody's got a different way of doing it. it. None of it's wrong. Like I never yeah. give anybody a hard time for, you know, tilting their glass. I, I get a hard time about hard pouring all the time. Well, not all the time, but quite often yeah but it's just just my thing that's no. what I, I like to do and if you were like like i said if you're in europe they would love to pour because that's how For they sure. would actually pour there too and it's you know i i read like um randy mosher's book taste of beer you know he's a he's one to 45 and halfway down but i know other people that are like straight hard pour. it's it's not the big thing is you want to make sure you have that head so you get some of that release out plus you want that aroma Sure. Um, to be on there too. One of the stories I was going to talk about here in a bit was talking about using certain glassware to actually open up that people may not be experiencing to think about actually using for their beer stuff too. So we'll talk about that here in a second. Sure. 
Uh, he said, "True, Eric. Uh, my local never pour a beer. My local, my local never pour a beer with head, or they pour the head off. I don't know how that place makes money." Yeah. Well, yeah, they're filling it up just with you know pure liquid, no head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's only this much beer, but over time, that's a lot of freaking beer over the course of a night, right? Yeah, and I've seen people argue with some of the bartenders too because it's like I don't want any head, like, and they. You know, they're like, dude, like you're you're basically you're wasting the experience of it, but you know, you stay on, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the good things about uh, glassware. I don't have one handy, um, like a Stella or a, even my my Carlsberg uh, Pilsner glass. They oh yeah, that, they have that mark on the side of the glass. Mm -hmm. So no mm -hmm. matter what, there there's where you should be, right? Shout out to Bride. Bride, cheers, my friend. Thank you for the uh, super chat. Definitely appreciate it. Welcome, welcome. So we got a. UK, but it's Ireland, right? Like, I always get Bride confused, but he's over. He's overseas. He's one of our great friends of the channel. So I appreciate you dropping that in, my friend. And. Uh, Hopefully all is going for you well for you this early Friday morning because you're five hours. I think you're five ahead of us now, or are you six? Or because they actually, or maybe it's four. They move their mm. clocks two weeks before we do. I think. Oh, well, we don't move to November, right? So there's still five hours. Yes. Yeah. I, I know it's in the next couple of weeks we move. I don't remember when the hell it is. Well, we don't move to actually after Halloween this year, so they won't move to like mid October. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but so it's five hours that he's ahead of us right now. So he's into his Friday, nice, which is which is always awesome. But yeah, definitely appreciate you there, my friend. And hopefully you've had a great week, and hopefully you'll be wrapping down a, a week to get behind you get into the weekend. And uh, I got to check out to see who's playing this weekend for the Premier League too. You you watch Premier League at all? You get into the uh, soccer as we call it in North America, but football for everybody else in the world. I do, I do not. <laughs> soccer is one of those. Soccer is one of those. Uh, those sports that um, I can watch the highlights of sports because I, I appreciate the skill that these guys have. And I, mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, like, Oh my God, did you see that? But to sit and watch an actual game? Yeah. I don't really have much interest. Yeah. I'm, I'm a hockey guy. I'm a hockey guy. I need guys skating up and down the ice and punching each other in the face and hitting them over the head with the stick and not violent at all. You know? Well, see, that's the, that's, that's the funny thing because hockey is, as much scoring as it is soccer in games, right? Like if you have a oh, hockey game, you'll win like a three, one four three. You might have a, a blowout is like six, two or something. Right. So you can have those type of same scoring effects oh, sure. as you do, but it's different. Like you do have the fighting involved. You do have more of that. You have the smaller arena versus run all up and down the field. But right. um, yeah, but it's just funny. Like, cause you know, you're still doing that. You still have the offside penalties in most sports. Had to figure those out both times how that works. Hockey's offsides, and you got the soccer offsides. Not the same, but similar. So, right. <laughs> you, gotta, you know, so you still have that in there. But uh, I used to watch hockey back in the day. You know what got me into hockey back in the day? It was back like 90, maybe like 89, 90, was playing NHL hockey or video games. Oh, sure. Like NHL 96 yeah. on the yeah. Sega or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like on Sega. So I would play like with the Red Wings or the Devils or – um, the the L.A. King, whatever it may be, and it was just like I learned. I learned the hockey players by playing this damn game. I became like a Red Wings fan, knowing Fedorov and Eisenman from playing the damn game. 
right here that I was seeing on TV and I would watch and I would root for them or whatever. So yeah, then I was yeah. So that's what got me into it. The video game got me into the actual sport. So that was kind of a funny transformation how that went. Because usually yeah. people will like a game and they'll buy that video game to emulate it. Not that went the other way for me. So, you know, my my youngest boy was pretty similar. He started playing. Uh, What's the last one? NHL. I think it was twenty twenty one. I think it's the last one I bought. And uh, we, we'd play it together. And he would always pick Dallas. I'm like, why are you picking Dallas? Yeah. He's like, I don't know. And now he's, you know, he's got Dallas shirts and stuff only because he learned it on the game. Same thing. He learned it on the game, yeah. <laughs> Brian's at one, Eric. Eating Brian. Uh, no head sounds like my first marriage. <laughs> I, I read, I, as soon as he posted that, I saw it and I started to laugh and I'm like, I can't wait until this comes up. Like, wow. Love that one. Oh. England, okay. So it is England. I was, like, I, I was thinking back and forth, but it is England, okay. No head. There's a great joke, but this is YouTube. Well, you got Paul in the chat, so yeah, you know Paul's there. Somebody, somebody's going to do something off of it. Yeah, Paul's got us covered. I ended up using a Butterford joke instead. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins, yeah, because Paul, well, Paul, you're you're closer to the Flyers than you are the Penguins, but you're a Penguins fan, okay? Because Paul's on the Eastern, he's. He's the eastern part of the PA where Paul's at versus the western side. So oh, okay. But, but you know, we don't we don't go by where we live. I mean, when I was a growing up in New Jersey, I was a Lakers fan. Um, and all my friends were like, Are oh, you not a Sixers fan? Like, because I like the Lakers. I'm Showtime. I like the Lakers. That's who I go right. with. I go with Magic, I go with Kareem, I go with, you know, Bob McAdoo, all the players they had out there and stuff. So um, but yeah, I don't I'm not one of those people that says you have to go with that team because you live there type. Although coming to Baltimore, I have become an Orioles fan watching them. But that also goes back to my childhood. Because as a right. kid growing up in New Jersey, it was just right down I-95. And I was used to Eddie Murray and Jim Palmer and all these other players. I used to be with them watching them on TV. So and they were kind of like almost a cool type of team. Because no one else had like an orange type color like they had. So it kind of stuck right. out. More. So, you know, when you're a kid, it's all the bright colors that get your attention. Of course. <laughs> and hey, what a, what a great year to be an Orioles fan. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about Fantastic going to the playoff weekend. Um, we played the Rangers for the first round, so that's Saturday and Sunday. Rangers beat the Rays, which I was happy about because I felt like the Rays were that team that could beat the Orioles. Right. Against them, that's like been their nemesis. And against the Rangers, I feel a lot more comfortable. So we'll see what happens. I mean, you never I think know. They'll do well. I think they'll do well. The problem we have now is that we don't have Batista. He's out with Tommy. He's going to be doing Tommy John surgery. So he's not in the playoffs this year. He's out all 2024, they're saying. So, oh, geez. That's like a beast of a reliever. 106. You see that throw that ball, you're like, geez. Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I'm a player. I'm not walking that off if I get pelted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Maple Leaf Sun. Yeah. Gilbert's Maple Leaves up there in Toronto. Oh. To, I'd yeah, like to CJ say there's Jesus. nothing wrong with that, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Me too with hockey. EA, EA Sports. So here's the thing, because my other passion is with gaming. Some of you know, I got the gaming channel and stuff. EA benefited from being in a capitalist society, but then they also penalized us being in a capitalist society. So back in the day, we had a bunch of sporting games, especially football is the biggest one. So you had Madden when EA brought out the Madden, but you also were able to have like John Elway's quarterback club. You were able to have uh, these other Friday Night Blitz, all these other type of football games where you're using like different players from the league. And then EA was able to land just a full NFL contract, which killed us. 
So you, then it became just them. And then they got lazy because it's like, it's just us in town. And so every yeah. year they bring out a new Madden and you're like, this isn't that much more than this. You had like one or two things. And next year you had one, like you could have done all this years ago. Right. And it's just the casting because yeah. they control, they control it now. You had it and then you had it happen with baseball until finally you were able to get the 2K series back up running against them in that. Um, but like hockey, they were able to let it slack a little bit. Yeah, they gotten better on the NHL hockey, I would say, over the last few years. But that was slacking for a bit. So, yeah, EA was able to benefit from that. I remember oh, when EA sure. actually had a pretty cool college baseball game back in, like, early 2000s. And that was a fun. It was like MVP baseball. And it was like okay. you play college, so you had to live in the bats. You had a little ting in the game, which made it pretty interesting and fun. And then they got rid of that pretty much a few years before they got rid of, like, the basketball and the football ones. So, Hopefully they bring that back because now they're bringing back college sports next week um, yeah. or next year, next year, rather than next week, next year, because That'd now be they cool. got the, the kids can get paid while they're in school. So, right. And that's, that's cool. That's cool for yeah. them. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. What, and, yeah. What a, and what a thrill, like you haven't quite made it yet. And you're like, Oh, look at this. I'm in a video game. Like how awesome yeah. is that? Yeah. Yeah. Long overdue, but it's like, it's funny. They were interviewing Dion, obviously because Dion head coach Colorado now. And his son Shadour is like one of the highest one. It's estimated it's worth like three to four million right now. And they're just like talking to him. They're like, could you imagine if you'd had this when you were down in Florida State? How much you have been worth? He's like, he's like, I have no idea. I can't, he's like, I couldn't even tell you. It would just be some high number, I'm sure. Like Dion would have been like probably close to a 10 million player back then because he brought in so much to the league. So. Right. Am I locked? Am I locked up on your screen? Yeah, you, you're a little, you're, you're a little frozen there. Yeah. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> what is up with that? It's not even a good look right now. It's like a hey, <laughs> hey, can you spare a dollar? Can you spare a dollar, Mister? That's exactly what that looks like. It's my it's my bum look. Apparently, I don't know. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like frozen there. I don't know why it's still frozen because you can come. You're coming through fine on the vocal. Yeah, that's that's really weird. I'm just kind of checking my is it a camera? My cam here. Oh, it's. I think I just lost it completely here. Hang on, let me go back here and just double check. I'll get the comments while you do that, Paul. All right, you might lose me for it. a quick second, but I'll be back. All right, family can eat it. Family's from pit. Oh, okay. I didn't see. I didn't know the family came from the pit side. All right, that makes sense then. Uh, trying to write the state representative to get Philly officially New Jersey. <laughs> what makes you think we would want Philly? I mean, <laughs> what makes you think that would be okay for any means? I got your camera back now. Hey, there we go. Now we're good. I don't know why it did that. That was kind of weird. <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> All right, let's get set back up here. Gilbert says his no head joke involves you and this woman in circusism. So I, <laughs> I would get banned. <laughs> Would you know? Would you? I mean, you've seen the stuff Shannon's said on here before, and we still haven't gotten banned. So, <laughs> a couple times I've woken up the next morning, and it's like, what's that thing they tell you when your video's being he been held for not for violating anything, but it's kind of got like the little yellow thing. I'm just like, I got to send the thing to them. Like, no, it's the same thing I do every week. Right, get a manual review and they go through. Okay, you're clear or whatever like that. So and I would tease talks. I'm like, you know what? Shannon was on last night, and again, I got this little warning the next morning. I'm just saying, whenever she shows up, it seems gotta that. stop having her on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she's so good for the ratings. I know she's great. She's <laughs> yeah. great. She really is. 
Deion don't tackle. Yeah, I mean, one thing about Deion, he didn't tackle as much, but you know what? He didn't have to because quarterbacks weren't going to throw his way anyway, so he was able to pretty much stay safe unless they call like a sweep to his side of field, which I'm sure he was like, oh, shit, here they come. Uh, It's like the storm rolling through the area. Oh, you got a storm going through right now? Not where I am, anyway. So are you guys supposed to get any of this, uh, whatever hurricane thing we're on this weekend? It's coming up through Maine and up into Canada they're talking about, possibly? Have you heard anything? uh, East East Coast, I think, which is usually where, I mean, that's usually where they end up. Yeah, Um, I feel like it's coming up. Well, this is like cutting up between Maine and like Connecticut some. Like coming up between, I think, like Ontario, like where Nova Scotia is. So it's kind of hitting in the middle, coming up the landmass, but it might be all rain by then. I didn't know yeah, if they oh, said yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they said anything on your guys' stuff for alerts and everything. I haven't, I haven't seen anything, but I, again, I haven't really looked either. Um, yeah. Which would really be bad because I mean, the weather up here has been pretty good the past few days. <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah. really nice for first week of October. That's for sure. Yeah. We're getting our taste of some fall weather right now. It's supposed to heat up a little bit again next week. And then um, right now we're uh, getting a little bit of that, which is nice. I like this kind of weather. Get out there, take a walk around town. Sure. Nice bre- kind of like a nice breeze field without having a breeze because it's just nice and cool, which makes it nice. Right. Cheers, Dave in the house. Cheers, my friend. Dave from Beer and Front. Have Cheers. checked out Dave. Check him out. And Dave, it's on your Twitter as well. So Dave may be joining us here in a bit also. Not a perfect yeah, so I got some questions from him. He just has his latest podcast episode up where he actually interviewed another one of the podcasters we know who was at Great American Beer Fest. So, oh, okay, perfect. Share down, they're just sharing down his channel and stuff too. So, yeah, yeah, Dave, hopefully you can jump in and you're clear. Ruby lets you get on for a little bit. But, yeah, so how's your beer going down? What do you think of your beer? Good. You know what? It's, uh, it's a little a touch, just a touch thin. Yeah, what's the ABV on? I don't know if you mentioned that or not. Uh, six. It's a six percent. Okay. I think. I think it was six percent. Yeah, six percent. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's yeah, it's nice. I like it. A touch thin, but uh, nice and easy to drink. Yeah. Uh, everything you want in the in an amber ale. Okay. Not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. This one, um, when it's smooth. Uh, again, for the ABV that we're at, what was it? Twelve point. <laughs> Twelve point something. Twelve point one, yeah. Um, session ale, as we call it around here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely get the bourbon feel coming through. You get a little bit of that oakiness in there on the back end, but nice malt feel goes down real easy. Nice the one you can kick back and enjoy. I'm not one that has to have like it'd be cool weather to enjoy big beers. I drink big beers all year round. Are you one that? No, I, I drink or... I drink whatever whenever. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like I know uh, Chase there, Nutmeg Two Palmetto. He always says every season is stout season. Yeah. he'll drink he'll yeah. drink a, a, a stout in the you know dead heat of summer, no problem. Yeah. And I, I you know if I feel like having a stout, that's what I'm having. I don't care what the weather's like. Yeah, yeah, it's you know it's all about doing that. Now, if it's 100 something degrees and I'm outside a golf tournament, I'm not going to drink like a you <laughs> yeah. know. 12 stouters like that then but at nighttime you know i crack something open or enjoy or i'll have a barley wine or something along those lines you know i'll have something big yeah uh, for sure it says hey to dave and get light in the thunder the moment so yeah so we get some lightning and stuff happening so he must be in a different part than when you're at that well eric, eric, eric's, so in, eric's in toronto right 
I think I don't know if Eric's in Toronto or just outside of it. Because I'm like literally, I'm I'm across the the lake from Toronto, and I don't yeah. know. Oh, well, I can't see outside the window, obviously, right now. But um, I don't think there's anything outside. I don't know. I haven't been outside since earlier today, so I have no idea what's going on out there. Yeah, <laughs> what's going on? It's like behind a wall of uh, wedding crashers. Will Ferrell. I don't know what she's doing back there. You know, with the meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> what is she doing oh. back there? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Classic movie. You can always work in a line from uh, Wedding Crashers at any point. Any oh, of time, course you can. So. Of course you can. Yeah. JT's bringing a Dovetail Vienna, which is very nice. I, that is one that David actually got me before. Um, I think it was a Vienna David sent me from Beer and Fries. Right so Dovetail, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Brewing. There we go. Yeah, nice little lager brewery and stuff. Yeah, so. they, they, got, they had some good beers there. I enjoyed uh, the couple I had there. Yeah. Session season is any season. Yeah. <laughs> the, sessions, the sessions we drink around here are usually big, bigger than <laughs> 12, 12 and a half percent right? session. Yeah. <laughs> People over overseas are like, session is like 3%. Not in America. Not in America. <laughs> <laughs> I love America. <laughs> we go big over here. So, yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Taking a look here at the poll. All right. So 36% have done non non alcoholic beer in the last year. 64 have not. So for those of you that have done non alcoholic beer, if you want to answer in the chat, it'd be great. Um, and those that haven't done it, you can answer as well. Like, what did you not like about it? Or what what would you or what did you like about it? And if you didn't try it, why would you not try it? Is it just something not of interest to you because it's non-alcoholic or is it just you have flashbacks from O'Doul's or something from back in the day? You're like, I'm not going to go back and try one of these things. The last time I did it, they fooled me. And as George W. said, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me. If you fool me once, you can't fool me again. <laughs> that, I, 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 Christ, that was one of the funniest things I think I ever saw on TV was that. Yeah. Like he's gonna he's gonna say something really smart and then he's like totally forgot what the line was. That was that was one of the best things. I love I love the politics down there. It's awesome. Some great my, stuff. One of, my, one of my favorite ever um lines from George W. right there. That was that was one of his best. That one in the one we doing in debate and the guy says he had wood. He's like, I got some wood when the boss like he's talking about the wood that yeah. Because he just delivered it, just like the funny guy you expect him to deliver it as. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> see a little bit of that frat boy come out of him when he delivered that line there. Yeah. <laughs> see, yep, I see where absolutely. you're going, Delia. I see. Uh, interesting. Uh, Shane, you didn't have any issues, right? You got in pretty easy. Yeah, I had, I had yeah. no problems. Outside of that little camera freeze I had there, but I'll blame that on my phone. So, If you want me to send it to like, I can send it over to the Instagram or the Facebook, Dave, let me know if you think it might be it. I don't know. Elon might be throwing some fit on X or something that's got shit screwed up because only Elon would do something like that, right? Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of rain and a golden horseshoe according to AccuWeather weather radar. It's always AccuWeather. Uh, Gilbert says he's actually in Oh, you're in Oshawa. Oshawa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know where that is. So, I'm how far is that for like, is that like a good distance from where you're at then? Or uh, I, I wouldn't want to walk there. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's a it's a bit of a drive, but not not too far. You can be uh, more defined than that. I'm in Baltimore. There's some spots I don't want to walk to either. <laughs> but on the map, they look okay. Yeah. Um, Eric, I don't know if you know, uh, you probably do. I know you know where St. Catharines is. I'm literally just on the edge of St. Catharines in a little town called Thorold. So, which is just outside of Niagara Falls. So that's, I just tell everybody I live in Niagara Falls because it's so much easier because you say, hey, I'm from Thorold. And they're like, where? You know? if, we, if we get the Niagara Falls, like back in the day from uh, old Abbott and Costello skit. You ever see that one? Um, I know. No, I Three have. Stooges. It's Three Stooges, not Abbott and Costello. And he was telling the story. And he's like, and this guy, and he's like, and every time he was saying Niagara Falls. Oops. You all right, Dave? Hey, there's Dave. So what Dave cut for the air ball there. A hair ball. What's going on, gents? What's going on? Let's see here. Your so, mic's coming in a little staticky there. Let me see. I'm going to put this here. Yeah, that's what I was having problems with was the mic. It kept saying, you're not logged on. I'm like, my mic's hooked up. Can you hear me? I can hear you. It just sounds like a little muffled when you're talking. Okay, I just boosted the levels here. Now you got like a little bass in there, like going to. Yeah, it's really, really bassy. Like it's almost over driven a little bit. Is that all right now? It's got a little staticky. I'm just going to switch to my AirPods. Give me one second. Okay. There we go. That works. We'll let him get all set up to what he yeah. needs to do. We're in no rush. We're not going. Oh, is this mean we got to wait around? God, I'm going to grab another beer then if I got to wait. Yeah. Well, I'll yeah. Be, I'll well. <laughs> Let me see here. And there we go. Back in my college year, session beer mess, session premium lager, little grenade bottles, cheap for a 12 pack. Hmm. Was that like the little uh the hand grenades? What the hand grenades were like Mickey or something, I think, right? Mickey's hand grenades back in the day. You're talking like a bottle like this? Yeah. No, I mean it was like a hand grenade, is the one I'm talking about. But for oh, that one, angry. okay. No, but for that, that's kind of like probably what he's like a session premium lager, maybe. Something that he does with small ones like that. Right. Oh, actually, I probably should grab one of those instead. Hang on, I'll be right back in. <laughs> Summer session for me is doing a couple six packs of Duval. That's a good session. <laughs> That's some serious beer. How you sound now, Dave? All right, how you sound now, Dave? You oh, no, sound you're like now. no, you're not anything now. You're muted. Oh, yes. Your, your mic was muted. Now you're on mute. Nope. Now you're not coming through. Can, am I at all? Now oh. you are. Now you're better. Yeah. Now you're good. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. So I got like, like a bunch of, I've got like the Bears game up on here and everything else. So it's kind of, I think maybe it's overloading my computer. Time to get a new Mac. <laughs> you're the Bears I, game. You're in some paint tonight. <laughs> I never they're, took up, you for hey, they're up 10 to nothing. I said, I never took you for a masochist. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say we should start a GoFundMe page for Dave for a new mic. Everybody donates yeah. two bucks. We'll have them something really nice by next week. Yeah, I just think I was overloading everything because I had the bear game up on the second screen. So I was doing like right. three things at once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that probably that's probably what it was for sure. Yeah. Well, I, well, I usually tease Todd because they're usually on the Apple thing, and they're always like having issues. Like, it's got to be the Apple thing. It's got to be the Apple yeah. thing. <laughs> so, what's the word for you, my friend? Great to have you on, Dave. Beer in front. Yeah. Um, Thanks for the welcome. 
Yeah, tell the people here about your little your channel there and the little stuff you're doing and Yeah, you know, it's weird and something I was wanted to talk to you about, like maybe we don't have to do it here, we could do it, you know, via text or something, like you know, got the weekly podcast out, comes out usually Mondays ish, you know, either Monday night, Tuesday morning, trying to put more stuff up on YouTube, uh like you, Rod. I know you got a lot of YouTube stuff going on. And I'm thinking that's like where most of the stuff is nowadays. Like I could have an audio podcast, talk to people. I've got a nice audience, but I'll put up a 59 second clip over on YouTube shorts and I get 10 times the amount of people. So I'm just trying to like figure out what I want to do coming up. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, definitely in the planning stage. And that's one thing I didn't talk about it yet tonight. And I'll talk about, Maybe little stuff that I did at VidCon this past weekend because a lot of great, a lot of great stuff there. You're going to be seeing a lot of different things happen on the channel just from the different stuff. I mean, the last few nights, even I was there Saturday and Sunday, and I still have like a night, like, oh, I got to get up and write something down. I get up and write. Like, it's just the ideas are swimming so fresh off it. And I've actually, I've never in my life ever journaled. Now I keep a journal where I write stuff in it like every day when ideas pop in the head and just like I'll come back and do stuff. So earlier today I did like the um, one of the things I've learned there, I would say, is like the experience with TikTok. I wasn't doing a lot with TikTok. So a lot of the people there were talking about the TikTok stuff and talking to them like you got to get on TikTok. You got to do this. You got to do that. Blah, blah, blah. So today I dropped a little video out there with the. uh, uh Mitch McConnell, I think I, I think you saw it earlier, Dave, was tough. It just like came up with something like a little quirky idea because right now down here, Shane, I, you get bells up there, right? You get what? Bells sorry, brewing. you get bells brewing up there from uh, Michigan. No, we have a bells up a Bell City up here, which is a different, oh. different brewery. Well, down I, here, occasionally like, I can find a bells, but it's it's pretty rare I can get a bells beer up here. Then and then Dave has a bells right there. Is, oh, there well, is that the uh, the new um, variant there? As yeah, well, I just Oberon. picked it up today, nice. so I was going to crack this open, you know, in a little bit on the show. Good, good. Yeah, I got to yeah. pick up that. But like, so right now in the states, Bell's has their double two hearted out, out, which is okay. a pretty popular double. Um, so people are trying to find, so people posting and stuff. But I know that it's always so hard to find. So I had a video that I put up on TikTok today where it was like the whole, and I don't do it to make fun of more like that and everything, but it was like, how can I get humor out of this event that took place? So it was when Mitch McConnell was stuck. He started talking and he got stuck. And so, and I just put on there basically like seeing like, look when you're looking for the Bell's W2 Hearted and you're seeing people posting online type thing, right? And you're just like reading something, you stop. And it's just like, you're stuck. It is like all these hits started coming in from like TikTok, from Shorts, from Instagram. And it's just like finding these different things that you can actually do to have fun, to drive people in and, bring that kind of stuff to people's channel now and even bells actually responded on my instagram one and they were like you know just give me a spot to check out and it's like if you don't find it let us know reach out to us and we'll get you taken care of type thing which was pretty cool on their part but it's just okay. like that's something i wasn't thinking about before i went to vidcon this past weekend and so for people that are creators whether it's vidcon or right now people are in dallas for vid summit there's different ones that are taking place. If you're a creator, you need to go to one of these conferences. You know, you want to go to ones that have some notoriety behind it. VidCon was pretty big. It was always on the West Coast. It's the first time you brought it to the East Coast. Summit's a pretty big one. But if you find some stuff that you can get to, I definitely recommend doing that. And that's going to definitely help to do some stuff you want to do for your channel. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. I don't, I don't think they have anything like that up here. Um, if they do, I certainly don't know about it. Um, but yeah, I should definitely maybe uh, start doing, doing some uh, internet research and see if I can yeah. find something like that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Those are like those. I mean, I just, I think, I, I, well, for us to go, I, for me, it was like 110 for the, the whole event for Saturday and Sunday. And it was definitely worth it just to get the knowledge yeah. that was given and the, the conversation I had with some of the key people and then being interviewed on a couple other things. And it was actually, it worked out great. I mean, I couldn't be any more happy about it. So I'm looking forward to going to some more of those and stuff. And just to, you know, pick the brain of sort of people you were talking to. I mean, when I say the brain, like these people, these people I were talking to, one of them I connected with, that she gave me some great ideas. We're going back and forth. So now 300,000 followers like on TikTok. People that were talking to us, like over a million here. Like one of the guys was the uh, dude that Ellen found, and he was like millions of people. And it's just like you're having these conversations casually, and they're putting out different stuff on what they're doing and things that can work. And it's just like you're just soaking this all up and everything. So it was kind of it was a great experience. And really, for 110 bucks for that kind of information, is yeah, friggin', that's that's nothing. That's so cheap for that kind of information. It really yeah. is. That's a, that's a couple beers for you, Rajay. Yeah. <laughs> Not well, with the discount. That's, 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 yeah. that's a 12 pack if I get the discount. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me see here. But uh, let me get the comments real quick. And now I'm going to ask you something here, Dave, as well. Uh, now I'm older. I don't have time for shenanigans. Any drink I get has to be over six. So Germans and Belgians is for me. Hey. You got to know your market, right? So nothing wrong with that. Works. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I am too on vintage, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll be. I'm not in that club yet, but at some point I'll be there. <laughs> Definitely know where Thorold is. Have family there. Have a pork farm near the area. Well, a there pork you go. farm it must be my ex-wife's house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace to Buckus for sure. Oh, although although Gilbert's at Bears still think of he's a Packers fan. He go pack go, but. Who would think the Lions would be leading that conference right now? I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who had that in their bingo card. But, uh, yeah, I was watching the footage earlier. And like, one of the announcers in ESPN, valid point he made, he's just like, for a lot of younger people that watch, they don't know the players of so many decades back and everything like that. And he brought a point. He's like, you look at the footage of, like, Buckus, who was out here playing, and then they were interviewing Chris Berman about it. It's like – the stuff that he was doing then, he put in the league now, he would get fined. He couldn't even play in the league. Oh, for he'd be arrested, yeah. That, he, that he'd be arrested for some stuff he was doing. And at that point when he played, it's not like it is now, that was like 80% of run-heavy league, right? So you were always yeah. getting action in the middle linebacker. You didn't get a playoff like you do some of these passing-type teams you go against. So it's kind of like – and I've always said, like, as far as middle linebackers go – as far as my favorites that have played that position, Buckets was up there, Nisky was up there, Singletary was up there, and Lambert were up there, right? As far as the linebackers, yeah. and of course Ray, Ray on the back end was Ray, up there, yeah. but Ray was also benefit of a different league at the time, but he was still a beast yeah. out there. Don't get me wrong, but those other guys, they were in leagues that were dominated by run, and they had to close everything down. And they they literally were that defensive quarterback when you're in that in those eras and stuff. Where now. You look at something like a Ray or you look at Bobby Wagner or some of these other guys that came later on, they're kind of like that. But you also got the safeties that are calling things. You got different stuff being called on the line. So it's not fully on them as much as it used to be. Yeah. 
But uh, I guess they just scored because Paul's it up by 16 now. Yeah, I just I that's why I left for a second. I'm like, oh, I gotta go put the TV on. And I'm like, yeah, it's 16 <laughs> nothing right now. Of course, I bet on Washington. Ooh, right? so. <laughs> Son of a it was kid. funny. Some people, some people will be like seeing the news and they'll be like, oh, Webster's dad died. That's what I'm gonna remember Dick Buck is as Webster's dad. Yeah. Like we didn't know it was a football player. <laughs> no, that was uh, uh, was Alec Karras. Oh, I'm sorry. Alex that was Karras. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I was wrong with that. Okay, but he was a he was a mean player too, though. Alex Karras. Yeah, but yeah. Good call. Good call. Uh, still early, Paul. Give them time. <laughs> what you expect from Bears football? Yeah. I'm gonna watch bandwagon for sure. I love a long time loser. The turnaround. Yeah. Well, you must really love Cleveland as well, then too, JT. <laughs> I'll say Cleveland to Detroit in the Super Bowl. That's when we know the end times are here. <laughs> yeah, right. For sure. Uh, Ray Nisky copycat, but it's cool. Well, I mean, a copycat? I don't know. They're both beasts. They're both beasts. <laughs> Nisky, Nisky, yeah, that guy, though, he would like try to chew you up. Yeah. Back then when he had no face mask, he would like bite you and stuff, too, with Nisky. Hardy <laughs> Coda, Hardy Fall. Uh, and JT's a Maple Leafs fan as well. Ooh. So, yeah, we were talking about hockey and stuff earlier. Um, so the the one so, time I'm not wearing my Calgary Flames hat, I freaking stream. <laughs> well, with a class, with a class, with a class with the wine shirt. So speaking of Flames, <laughs> no, actually, look at that. There you oh, go. you got an original shirt. Oh my God, look at that. Yeah, that's back when they were. I just Atlanta picked this Flames. up, like. Like about two weeks ago, my I always wanted one since I was a kid. Nice. The awesome. Flames, I love the logo. And then they had a deal. Uh, one of these sports books, you sign up and you get a free hundred and fifty dollar gift card to Fanatics. So I okay. looked and they had this old one, and it was. I mean, I would never pay one hundred and fifty bucks for it, but it was like, hey, it's free money. I'm going to get what I always want. Sure, why not? Right. Yeah, and I, re- I really like that Calgary still kept that A. For yeah, the for the, for yeah, the alternate captain. captain. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I thought that was really super cool that they did that. Yeah. That's a great logo. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into another new beer. So what beer are you cracking open now? Homebrew. <laughs> oh, a homebrew. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, every now, once in a while. Every once now, in a did while. You, did you brew it or somebody sent it to you? Oh, no. I brew it. I, I brew it. Oh, yeah. awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah this is a... Uh, it's kind of a cross between a session IPA and a golden ale. Um, so I don't really know what category it would fall in. It's uh, like 4.3%. I think this one used, I try and get a little bit higher, but I was trying something a little bit different this time. And okay. I don't, I don't like this one as much. Like I brew, I brew this probably two or three times a year. And every time I try and change it just ever so slightly, cause it's almost perfect, but it's not quite there. And okay. whatever I did with this one. Oh, I know what I did with this one. It's, I kind of went backwards a little bit. It's not bad, but it's not mm. it's not great. But it's 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 worth a drink, that's for sure. Pretty pretty clear. Yeah. Well, you know, that's gonna be one of your competitions for next year if people get together. If they you could have somewhere everybody bring if they anybody at home brews can bring a brew and you can have a drink off there and then give an award for the that's, best home that's brew. Not, that's not that's not bad. Either. Either. Yeah. Actually, one of our local breweries actually had that just recently. Um, cause they get all of their hops from one specific hop yard. So mm-hmm. they were having a little competition. So, um, 
when the hops were ready, they emailed everybody and said, hey, you know, pick the, you, you have to pre-pick your hops. They only have three varieties, though. I think it was uh, Centennial Cascade and there was another one. I can't remember what the hell it was. Um, so, yeah, so once you picked up your hops, you had five weeks to make your homebrew and then bring it to the brewery and you'd get judged. And whoever mm -hmm. wins this, that they're going to brew that beer on a large scale and oh, cool. put it out into the LCB. Yeah. yeah, so that was pretty cool. But of cool. course, when they when they decided when they emailed me and said, "Hey, your hops are ready," it was like my first day of my camping trip way up north, mm. and I'm like, so I just emailed them back. I'm like, "Hey," I said, "Just give the hops to somebody else." I said, "I literally just got up north," and I said, "I'm not going to be back for like another nine days, so I'm not going to have time to, you know, get a brew a good beer." I said, "So just give them to somebody else, and I'll I'll hopefully get it next year." But I thought that was a really cool thing for the brewery to do. No, that is cool. Sam Adams with Boston Beer used to actually do that a few years back. They would have like homebrew competition and they got like the best three. We end up being put in a 12 pack that you can get. Oh, that's cool. So you, get, so you would get like four of each, which is really cool. They don't do it anymore, but you found some pretty good flavors years ago that people had actually done. And then whoever, I guess whoever was the number one, they would actually later on end up getting pushed out to get like as part of the Sam Adams family and stuff. So. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It's but a cool gonna... idea you because you never know. Like a, a small local guy mm -hmm. might make an incredible beer that oh my god, you know, as a big brewer, a bigger brewer, I don't want to say you know, it's just like hey, we need to make this, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because the only, the only stipulation level. that this brewery had was you had to use the hops that you got from this brew yard. Mm -hmm. Other than that, anything goes. You can make any style, use any grain, any malt, like anything you wanted. It was just the hops that they wanted to keep consistent throughout. So still pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I brewed my first batch Monday. First batch I brewed in like five or six years. Nice. Nice. That's yeah, you were talking about it on the podcast and everything. So that's underway, yeah. which is pretty cool. So mm -hmm. I'm almost I almost got caught up with yours because I'm not caught up because you just did a new one. So I wanted to ask you about that one before, you know, as a teaser type thing, and they can share with the people here, maybe people check it out. Tune into the Beer in Front podcast. You had DT on, who's yeah. at the Great American Beer Fest. So, any any tidbits, any teasers you want to drop out there that people can pick up? No, he was just and... he was just saying, you know, how cool it is. He lives in the area, so you know he doesn't have to fight Ubers to get home, and you know, spend like three hundred bucks plus a night on a hotel room. So, you know, it's good for him. But he said he's been going for like four or five years, and it's just something that all beer geeks need to do once in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. You know, no, it was a good time. And, you know, you met TT because you were both on the award show last year at the same time. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but I want you to give a plug out there so people can tune in. What should they look for? Yeah. Give us something. Give yeah. things on the people they can come check out. Like, what did he say yeah, about you know, any you brewery? Check yeah. it out. You know, DT's a good guy. <laughs> talking about all, you know, the stuff he mentioned, quite a few breweries that, he really liked. He wound up getting the, I think he said it was the double dry hop Pliny the Elder that they had there that he's never been able to find. And then a couple other, uh, I don't know, it doesn't sound good to me, but, you know, if somebody likes it, there was a brewery that did like a Bloody Mary beer. And he was like, it was almost like drinking a V8. And then they made another one that was a pickle beer and he combined them. And I'm like, Mm. It didn't sound good to me, but you know, hey, someone's drinking this stuff. 
That's a heck of a koozie. But I will say, yeah. Shorts Brewing, they yeah. actually have a bloody beer. I've done their bloody beer. It actually is pretty tasty. It was more than I thought it was going to be. I was kind of worried going in because I'm not a huge Bloody Mary type person. And I, I had not done like a chalada even before I tried. That was the first tomato based thing I think I've had from the beer type thing. It was actually pretty good. That led me into trying chalada stuff. And then I ended up having Bloody Marys after. I'm like, you know what? This, this is better than I thought it was going to be because I never thought, like, you say, give me a glass of V8. I'm like, nope, no thank you. And I'll yeah. pass. But they pulled it off. So maybe the beer thing, I don't know about the beer and the pickle. I've had pickle beer before. Yeah. I've had beer. I've never had them together. <laughs> well, I know, I know Iron Monger. Ironmonger down in Atlanta does a Bloody Mary Goza, and it's delicious. I get Brian the Beer Snob to send me up a four-pack every once in a while. It is yeah. really good. If you ever had, speaking of shorts, they put out, like, mustards and jams that are phenomenal. Like, they had a, really? it was like a, soft, a soft parade jam. Okay. So I'd use that. And then they had, like, this spicy mustard that you know, I've used on my bratwurst. It's a really good mustard too. Oh, cool! Now I've had the soft parade beer, but I didn't know they did the jams and they did the yeah. uh, the mustards and stuff. So that's pretty yeah. cool on their part. Um, I once had a company send me craft beer jellies, which was interesting in itself. They were out of Tennessee, mm-hmm. and they reached out. And they wanted me to trust him if I wanted to try these jellies they were doing. It was like a new line. I was like, sure, and they were actually pretty good. So it was something different, you know. You just you never know where beer is going to take you. So you can find different yeah. things that people are using for different ways. And um, now you go to the store, you have barbecue sauce. It'll be a craft beer barbecue sauce that they have that I've seen on shelves and different things. So, yeah, beer has definitely come a long way. So, Dave, you, you said you Dave, you said you like bratwurst? Yeah. Uh-oh. I got, you're reaching back for something. I am reaching back for something. Hang on. Yeah. No, he's not reaching around for something. Um, <laughs> Al, Alan from Alan from One Flight Down sent me down a can of this a while ago, and then after I had it, I immediately told him to send me more. But apparently, this is just an experimental batch that they do uh, out in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, this beer is called the Worst. Oh it wow! Is a, it is a mustard sauerkraut lager. It is freaking fantastic. Really? All right. Like that, when I when I first saw it, I was like, "What mustard and sauerkraut in a beer? Oh my god, that's gross!" And I tried. I'm like, "This is awesome! It tastes so good." I was so so impressed by it. And you but guys yeah, were I, talking before I hopped on about uh, Dovetail. They had yeah. their anniversary party this weekend, so there's a brewery like across the alley from them, Beguile. So the two breweries kind of joined forces. So it's their Oktoberfest party. And they have uh, the bratwurst that are, you know, soaked in the dovetail Oktoberfest, which are always right there. They're good stuff. That'd so. be great. That'd be well, great. You, you sent me the dovetail before. That was pretty good. So, um, and JT was having a dovetail Vienna earlier. I said, eh, I think that's what Dave sent me before. It was, yeah. it was pretty good then. Um, speaking of Chicago beer, well, one, have you been to Guinness yet? Because that's now open. I'm thinking about going next week. Okay. Okay. So uh, I'd love to hear what your experience is doing that. The second thing is, did I hear right or see right earlier? Is Metropolitan filing Chapter Eleven up there? Yes, that came out yesterday. There's been a lot of issues with the landlord and like fights over like the amount of space and 
So the quick little blurb I read said this was more of a, like a restructuring thing. So you could mm-hmm. restructure some of the debt and continue going as opposed to, you know, just shutting down completely. Just chapter 13. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it, it sounded like it was more, they've been fighting with the landlord for a long time about like the square footage. And one person says it's this square footage. The other person says it's that. So, you know, that's something that the, the courts will have to decide. But yeah, that just came out yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it earlier today and I was looking at some stuff and I was like, I'll have to find out from Dave if he's on here later. Yeah, that's interesting. So mm-hmm. that's too bad. I, I liked Metropolitan. That's a beautiful little a little spot they oh. got there. Oh, yeah. That spot is really phenomenal. Nice. But yeah, you know, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not sure I don't have the articles in front of me, but I know like mm-hmm. the landlord was saying that like the space above them counts as like square footage. And they're like, it's an open air ceiling. What, you know, it's not like yeah. you have another brewery on top. Right. So it was all kind of weird. So I'll have to read more up on it. But I think from the gist of it, that's the main thing. It was just kind of restructuring debts and trying to get something, you know, out of that space and a better deal from a landlord. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My understanding was square footage. It was basically areas that are accessible, right? That you're like, if you have a house, your attic isn't part of your square footage. It's like your. Yeah, second right. floor, your first floor. If your basement is finished, it becomes that area. So, I don't know. Maybe the landlord is trying to pull something over on them or something. So, but yeah, hopefully they uh, they do it. Yeah, it just it was what I saw because I know that I know about them. I know how popular they are and stuff. So I was kind of surprised when I saw that. Sorry, my was dog was running sorry. back and forth. I had to mute for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, but, that's, uh, like I said, when I was when I was down there in July, like I I love Metropolitan. That's a, it's such a great. Oh yeah, the, the location is amazing. Like yeah, it's the location a, is perfect. There's a couple other spots that are close by that you know you could you could either walk or take a quick you know five minute Uber ride or cab ride there. But yeah, that yeah. that location is just beautiful right over the river. It's awesome. Yeah, I I took I took a bunch of pictures and video there. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Really good. So the other beer I just opened up was actually the Southern Tier Hazelnut Deluxe Imperial Stout because we're still doing session beer. So this is just 10% ABV. And uh, you really can't knock their Blackwater series. They're pretty solid with Southern Tier. I mean, whatever formula they're using for these like sweeter type, pastry type stuff, they've got a little lock on the different ones they put out each year. And this is another one that hits nicely. I don't mind. I haven't had any Southern tier beers in a couple of years, but I did get a, I think I picked up a six or a 12 variety pack, maybe two or three years ago when I went up camping. I, I didn't mind them at all. I mean, yeah. it, it only, it's only a 15 minute drive for me to go over to Niagara Falls, New York and pick them up. Yeah. I mean, I look at Southern tier as kind of being, you know, it's funny you say like old school because really crap beer. How old is it? Right. So it's not really that old, but it's kind of like yeah. one of the, the old school ones, when you think about yeah. it in that kind of way, um, holding stuff down from out of New York and everything for as long as they've been doing it and stuff, they're kind of those older craft brewery that you would see out there. They're, the OG would be like, um, uh, what you call them, um, Sierra Nevada, you know, before Anchor yeah. went down, Anchor, you know, those guys would be like, OG, like, and then you got the OG, and then you got the 
the old heads, so to speak, which is like Southern Tier. And they're like they're the next level down, right? They were there at the beginning, but then they came in that next stage or whatever. So, um, but yeah, I like it. It's pretty solid. I have a review coming up to the channel on that as well. And uh, shout out to Nemo in the house. Cheers, my friend. Great to see you. We were talking to gaming earlier. JT said back in the day, the Flames were the team in NHL 93 for Sega Genesis. Theo Fleury was the man. I do remember that back then as well. Theo, yeah. Theo is my favorite all-time hockey player. Obviously, I'm a yeah. Calgary Flames fan. Yeah, where's my glass? Yeah. La la. <laughs> I'm not wearing my hat. This is, it's it's so weird actually not wearing my hat. Because you guys know I have my hat on on like all my beer yeah. reviews and anything. And if you don't see me at my job, people who don't see me at my job don't realize that I have hair because I, I always have my hat on. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I love Theo. He was he was fantastic player for such a small guy. He was a fantastic player. Yeah. Came here to the Blackhawks toward the end of his career. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, he played all over and then he started getting into the into the drugs and crap like that because of his injuries and yeah. shit like that. And, Got and then after he had bit. his. After he had his 10-year ban, he tried to come back. And yeah. uh, Calgary gave him that one-day contract just so he could retire as a flame. And yeah. uh, even in the preseason, I think he played three preseason games. And I think he scored a goal in all three games, and they still didn't sign him to a contract. Which I was surprised. Hmm. Like, if if this guy's – like, a, he's, a, he's a fan favorite. If you put this guy on the ice, pay him the bare minimum, whatever the hell it is, half a million or $600,000 a year, the fans are going to come to that arena just to see him again. So I don't know why they wouldn't just spend the half a million and let him play for one more year. Yeah, I mean, it would have been, you know, something to get more tickets in, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And the, like I said, the fans would have loved it just to go, oh, you know, I got finally got a chance to go see Flurry because some guys like yeah. me never got to see him play live, right? So, yeah. JT has the rock beer out right now. Slurping on that. Very nice. Bonnie's better distribution. You relied too much on a great tap room. That, that's yeah. true. But yeah. the thing is, you got to be careful in distribution because so many breweries just over distribute and then that ends coming back and biting them in the butt too where they got to yeah. like shut stuff down. Um, but speaking of distribution, shout out to Bells again. Bells is now in all 50 states. So yeah, you may get them in Canada at some point here because their distribution is everywhere. So yeah, yeah sure now that they're part of what is a. Uh... Who owns them? Uh, Kieran? They own them. And oh, Kieran owns them. Now? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they send their footprint under them. Yeah. That's the funny thing, too. And I don't know if you, because I, I haven't listened to your podcast yet with DT. So I was watching some of the awards, and it was interesting. Some of the people that were winning awards by their own definition of the Brewers Association, they wouldn't be considered craft breweries, but they were able to win yeah. awards at the conference. And I don't know if that was something you talked with him about or not, but. No, I mean, the one thing that struck me as weird, because like before I talked to him, I, you know, downloaded the list of all the winners and was looking at that. And it's like struck me as I like Maine is such a big beer state, Portland, Maine, so many great breweries there, Massachusetts. They each only had one brewery represent, and it was Sam Adams and Allagatch. So mm -hmm. I don't know if if the festival's too big, if they need to regionalize it more, because if you're not getting all these great main breweries out there, how could you have the best, you know, hazy IPA, you know, at least yeah. let them represent. So I don't know what the answer is. I don't, maybe, you know, if they could do like, you know, break it down into regions, like, you know, the Northeast, the Midwest, West coast. So 
maybe more people would attend if you had five or six different yeah. festivals around the country. You know, breweries got to spend, they're probably spending up to 10, 15,000 just to send all the reps and ship the beer. For a little yeah. mom and pop brewery, I don't know, you know, especially nowadays, it's tough to get people in the door. You know, maybe there's a better answer. So, and then you could have like the best of those five regions that could participate in the GABF. I don't know. Yeah. No, it could definitely be cost prohibitive, I think. And I think that's something the breweries, when they look at it, they're kind of like, is it worth us really going out there doing that? You know, are we trying to drive that much distribution or are we okay where we're at? We're, we're finding a lake we're in. We don't need to go out trying to conquer the world. We're not going to put into it, right? So you could be in some places. Like I know like places in Cincinnati that went out there in Ohio had a great representation on stuff. But I know other breweries that weren't out there that have beer even better than the ones that did go. So it's kind of yeah. like, is it worth it to do that? Not everybody's in that position. But I like your idea because that's kind of like, I go back to the thing with VidCon, the first time they came to the East Coast, and they took the Great American Beer Fest and moved it from like one year having it in the West like they do in Denver, next year having it in the East somewhere, like Atlanta or somewhere like that and everything, yeah. and move it yeah, back and forth every, every year. They can move it back every year to the other side of the country. You have more people become participants, and I think that will be something that can work out for them. Yeah, I mean, there's enough places, convention centers that, you know, Chicago has the McCormick place yeah. you could put people in. I mean, everybody yeah. has a – this time of year we have a hockey arena, basketball arena that could be used for a weekend because the season hasn't started yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be a smart move when you try to maybe do something where they take it and move it around to different. I mean, even like you saw that with the NFL, right? Like the draft, they yeah. move around different cities nowadays. They realize not everybody wants to come to New York or stuff if we move it around and do things. So, you know, if you're listening to JBF, just an idea, just an idea, yeah. you know, throwing it out there. <laughs> Take the show on the road. You might just have, you might benefit from it, you know? Uh, let's see, with comments here. What's up, Emerson in the house? Cheers, my friend. Beers are on for sure. Uh, JT says I can only get their beers at certain stores, not others, even in their hometown. So yeah, talk about Metropolitan yeah. where JT was limited to it. Hey, Emerson, uh, I have Theo's autograph somewhere. I once got Jerry West autograph when I was in college, and I lost it, which sucked because. At the time, he was like the ultimate Laker back in the early 90s when I got his autograph. I mean, he's the NBA logo. So, you know, it's kind of kind of That's important it. there. 17-3. Cheers, guys. What's up, Keith? Having an evil twin. Imperial Donut Break. First time I've seen evil twin in North Carolina in a while. Very nice. You know, you mentioned that. It's funny because moving from Kentucky, Cincinnati area, to here in Baltimore, I rarely run into evil twin now. So I don't see Evil Twin as much down here either. And the one time I did see him, I got a great deal. I got like a four pack for like eight ninety nine or something of their Imperial Stout. And I'm one of their Imperial Stouts. They always put out Imperial Stouts, but it's just like you see Evil Twin for eight ninety nine a four pack. You just go in the, like they would say, put it in, put the, it in the cart. You don't even think about, yeah. you don't even think about it. You just put it right in. <laughs> um, but I love some Evil Twin. So. It's funny when you do YouTube video reviews, their titles will stretch your characters out because their titles are kind of crazy, but yeah. <laughs> but Evil Twin, Imperial Donut Break, very nice. 
tie the mound. I don't do to the writer's strike. I'm gonna get us a content. I just need sell numbers. Well, you know what, Emerson, they wanted more money. And I said, you know what? You're fired. I'm going to bring in Dave. And I'm going to yeah. go ahead and do that. I'm going to bring in Shane. And we got your replacement. No, I'm just joking. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they thought their clout was more than they actually had. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, they actually both had something come up. And uh, both of them said they might get in late if they can. So we'll see. But I mean, I, I can yeah. see replacing Todd. You know, but you can't replace Mallory. I'm sorry. No, you can't. No. You can't replace. But Todd, yeah, you can just see it. You, you leave Shannon yeah. on the show, but you can get rid of Todd. <laughs> just kidding. if you're watching this, Todd, I'm just, I'm just joking, dude. Seriously, love you, buddy. Awesome. No, when Shannon comes on, everybody's like, "Hey, Shannon. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Shannon." And they don't go Shannon. Me and Todd just become guys at that point. They're all like talking to yeah. Shannon. They don't heard. They yeah, don't know our name and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Of course. It's yeah, like it's all cool. night. It's like it's like Gladys Knight and the Pips. All of a sudden, me and Todd are Pips at that point. When Shannon's here, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a great analogy. I love just, that. Just in, we're just awesome. in the background dancing. That's all we do. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, but definitely enjoying this beer. And uh, you know what? I haven't done any beer news tonight, so let's jump over and do a little beer news. If you guys want to talk about that, if that works for you, yeah, for sure, of course. Uh, all right. Nothing but the best for my fan base. Got all the high tech stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Beer news. So we haven't talked about Bud Light in a while. So apparently, as they call it, the Bud Light spat. The spat is always a weird word thrown out there, right? So everybody's still mad at Bud Light. Well, not everybody, but you know, you know, say they're mad at Bud. Even Kid Rock's drinking Bud Light again, by the way. Just say anything, yeah. bro. You opposing Bud Light? Kid Rock has actually had Bud Light. Right. Um, Basically, they're saying his assistant constellation, like his assistant Corona now. So Corona sales have been up great since it's a Bud Light thing. So now you know Modelo took over as the top beer in the country. Corona's up there growing now as Bud Light is falling down. So you know they're they're happy over there. Although Constellation's losing money in some other spots, the whole Bud Light thing has helped them in their Corona line. So just now, yeah, and it's funny just because of the country you always. In America, and I say the generality, you hear people complain about Mexicans coming in like that. You're all buying Mexican beer. I'm just yeah. saying. It's kind of something <laughs> ironic in that whole statement there somewhere. So I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> we oh, won't okay. take but we'll take your beer. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, one of the other articles I saw was pretty interesting. They got that uh, gave me a thought earlier today. And kind of something that we talked about. Kind of in a way with Shane thing, there no pour. So there was beer and wine had a piece out like why you should always be pouring your beer and wine into a glass. They kind of talked about the different cuts of the glassware and stuff like that and everything, and um, how it can actually affect that. So when Shane had the glass earlier, you get the big head on it because it does bring out the aroma. People that don't actually pour their beers into it, obviously there's certain situations. Maybe you're a game or you're doing some other event where you're drinking that can. You're missing out part of the experience because. That aroma and everything that comes out is like 80% of the whole taste and experience. So you should always try to put it into a glass if you can. Um, Sometimes people ask me, does glassware matter? It actually does because certain glasses, by the way they're designed, will actually give you more of a visual effect, like some of the ones that are etched, or they'll give you more of the aroma by the way the wide rim is cut. So glasses do matter for the different styles. And one of the things I'm going to be sharing on some stuff probably is different glassware uh, that can actually enhance things. So I'm going to be putting some stuff together. So stay tuned for that as well. Um, Gen Z is not 
that into beer, Molson Corsio says. We're moving into non-alcoholic products. So this kind of led to the poll earlier, which right now 60% say they have not had a non-alcoholic beer in the last year. 40% have. But Gen Z is actually more drawn to the non-alcoholic than they have been alcoholic beer. And I wonder how that's kind of playing into it. Any thoughts you guys have on that? Because I think about generational type things and maybe there's something there. Maybe it's just if Generation Z is seeing something with maybe alcohol and other generations or affecting some of their thinking or what they're coming up in kind of experience-wise, city, any thoughts I mean, it around could be there? a lot of, you know, a lot of states are now, you know, legalizing marijuana. So maybe instead of drinking beer, you're going to the dispensary. You know, I'm sure that has part to do with it. I mean, there's only so many, so many dollars in our wallet. So if you're going out and spending money on, you know, weed or edibles, you're not spending that money on beer. That could be that could be a part of it. Yeah, and that was that was the exact point I was going to bring up too, Dave. Like yeah. I said, it's because it's so it's it's legal in so many different places. Like it's legal up here, obviously, a lot of the states down down there, and that's uh, that seems to be what the younger people are kind of trending to, as opposed to drinking, you know, dad's old stinky beer. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> See, I was yeah, thinking maybe, maybe the kids are tired of looking at us old guys drink all day. <laughs> exactly, so like, right? Try something else. Yeah, yeah exactly. Between between <laughs> smoking smoking pot and their freaking white claws, I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking maybe you see mom and dad pass out in the front yard. Like, I don't want any of that stuff. I'm going to get this over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So that was. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was because everybody's got to have have a thing, right? That you you drink yeah. beer, or liquor, or you smoke dope. Some people do both. Yeah. Um, but you got to have a thing. Everybody's got to have a thing, and it's just yeah. weird that the the younger. But I mean, it's 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 because it's such a new thing uh, with the marijuana being available everywhere. I think that has a big impact on the younger generation going, "Oh, you know, hey, we're we're cool. We can do this now. So let's do that." You know, yeah. kind of thing. I th and I think that's why it's kind of trending away from. The alcohol as opposed to i mean they, they may come back over time when they realize that you know beer is superior i mean well keep it keep in mind he, here in the states only 20 states have legalization of marijuana so there's there only i thought there was it. more than that I no no because Mar maryland we just got it that went to sale this year after being approved last year we were the 20th so we were okay. the last state that was actually in so 30 states more you know don't have it than do now, obviously, in those other states, you can still probably get it. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. like, oh, you, you can get it in any state, you, whether you it's can legal get it in any state, if you know where to go. Yeah. But yeah. legally, now a few more than the 20 will have it for a medical type reason, I'm sure. But um, sure. yeah, so for recreational, medical. it's not asking as a, yeah, medical. <laughs> my back, my back, my back, no. my back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, is, but then I thought also maybe it's something where, they're just a different generation. They're just like not into the alcohol or not into having that. I mean, there's maybe, maybe it's something effect with the COVID type stuff where it's kind of like they found other outlets. I don't know. I don't know. It was just kind of interesting to see yeah. um, how that may be going out. So I thought it was something worth sharing there. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was interesting for sure. Let me see here. Oh, any comments on the glass porn or the Corona? I, I still can't drink. I still am not a fan of Corona, by the way. I'm just saying. No, like if Victoria. It, if I had to drink a Mexican lager, I yeah. love Victoria. Victoria, and actually yeah. today for the first time, I saw it at Costco, where I'm like, oh wow, I could buy a case of this at Costco. 
you know, but Victoria is a, a decent, you know, yeah, Mexican beer. It's darker, more of a Vienna lager, you know, style. But yeah, I agree. Like, I can't drink Corona. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen Victoria. Obviously, we don't. I mean, we obviously don't get it up here. Um, but if I'm yeah. going to go Mexican, if I'm going to go Mexican lager, I actually prefer uh, Saul over. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. If, if I have, to, if I have to choose, choose between the two, I'm going to take Saul over Corona every day. Yeah, yeah. So that's just dark. me, though. I mean, I like the Zeki's dark, but yeah, the Soul's actually decent. Oh yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know some people like Pacifico as well, but I'm not a huge Pacifico person either. But yeah. Well, I remember. Sure. I remember a couple of years ago. The only reason I even tried Saul is. Um, I can't even remember when the hell it was. It was a few years ago, and at the casino I work at, they stopped serving Corona and were giving people salt, which I'd never heard of at the time. And people were like, "Oh no, I, can I get a Corona?" Like, "Hey, we can give you a salt because we don't have Corona." And they're like, "Well, why don't you have Corona?" And I think Corona had a problem with shards of glass ending up in the bottles for a short period of time, mm, and that's why that's we stopped it. serving it. Like I said, that was that was a, a few yeah. years ago, quite a few years before I started doing beer reviews. Actually, I think. So you'd, you'd mm. have to look that up if you to get the information on that. Cause I'm not a hundred percent sure when that was. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So um, this is interesting. So I don't know who Lane Kenny is, but it was just part of the title. So I put it in there South Portland, but the main gist of it, they created a vegan luxury soap from craft beers. So I don't think I've ever seen, seen a bar of soap that was made for craft beer, right. but then it actually then the other- short. Shorts makes a good soap as well. So but the other part, well, the other part is gonna say, I don't know why it has to be vegan. I'm not gonna eat the soap. So why has it gotta be yeah. vegan? Like I don't know where they, now I'm thinking yeah, where's, the other, yeah. where's the other soap come from? Like, is that meat yeah. soap? Like I should be trying it out in the shower. <laughs> oh, it's meat fat, right? Yeah. I saw Chris's story and it didn't taste well to Ralphie from what I saw. I'm just saying. <laughs> So, you know, the, the breweries making soap makes sense to me because I remember during COVID, I don't know about uh, down in the States, but up here, um, the brewery started to get stuck with vast amounts of beer. And they're like, what the mm-hmm. hell do we do with all this beer? And they ended up turning that somehow into hand sanitizer. Yes, yeah. we have breweries doing a sanitizer. Okay, yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure. So, yeah, yeah. so that, that kind of makes sense. And I mean... Well, the thing is, it opens another line for stuff too from craft. So it's kind of like what I like about the article is the expansion of the line, where it's not just in the beer. Now you have other things where you can actually do that and open up another way to distribute another income stream, so to speak, for some of these breweries and stuff that they can actually earn off of it, which is pretty cool. Sure, it's it's smart. Yeah, smart business doing it yeah. that way. Absolutely. Yeah, like I said, I mentioned earlier the craft barbecue sauces and different things you'll see. I've seen craft sauerkraut they have in stores now too. It's just other ways to get things happening right um thought this one was kind of funny and uh dave you just had dt on there but uh denver brewery crooked stave which you know by crooked stave in the states they spoofed new belgium's fat tire with his own retired amber ale so he came out with a retired amber ale it has like the bicycle on the front and all kind of stuff so it's kind of like right there in colorado making yeah. fun of them so that's kind of some that's some awesome. fun tongue-in-cheek type thing there too and i still have not had the retreaded i'm going to say retreaded on the new fat tire which is why they came out with the retread but i know you've had it dave you weren't a big fan of it um totally just like why even do that i've had the new sam adams either versus the old one um not good either yeah it's like why do you make these changes if you don't need to make the changes so 
So when you had the new one versus the old one, what was your biggest thing? Like, what was the biggest thing that stuck out with it for you? It it was just nondescript. It was just a generic beer. It I didn't like anything about that relaunch. The I didn't like the new design, the can design. The one thing you could always go back to with the fat tire, it had that like house yeast and it had that house like biscuity taste to it. Whether mm-hmm. you liked it or you didn't like it, but you knew what you were drinking. This new fat tire, it was too clean. It, you could have clo- I could have closed my eyes and it could have been a thousand different beers. And yeah. and the same thing with Sam Adams. It's a new crisper, cleaner beer. It's nondescript. It's not as good, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. hopefully it flies off the shelves and you know they make a ton of money, but I just don't think that those were as good as the originals just trying to clean it up. Yeah. You know, you made a you made a good point on one of your uh, previous podcasts. Um, I didn't talk to you about there, but Sam Adams, and you were doing the podcast around the Voodoo series, which I do yeah. like the Voodoo. I haven't had a Voodoo in a while. I, I had the Voodoo, yeah. I think I told you in the comment afterwards, yeah. the Juice Force I posted, um, which is a decent, I like the Juice Force IPA, but outside mm-hmm. of that, I haven't had much more of their stuff in a while. Um, had they stuck with that Rebel line, it would be kind of interesting yeah. to see. If they could have done something with it, they kind of turned it over real quick and got out of it. And New Belgium went ahead, and now that voodoo is just like a separate offshoot from them. It's like oh yeah, they have beer. their own yeah. website for it. It's kind of like uh, arrogant bastard and stone. It just became its own like private entity. It's like totally separate. But yeah, like you know, Rebel IPA. They you know they did all the grapefruits and the sessions and all that. If they would have stuck around and gave it a little more time, played. The long game, if they would have done like, you know, hazy, juicy, whatever the trendy one is for the week, you know, that might have been able to keep them around a bit. You know, I mean, not that Sam yeah. Adams is hurting with Truly and the the iced tea, but mm-hmm. yeah, they put a shit ton of money into Rebel when that came out. Yeah, yeah, I, I even had like the double rebel, I think, at one point. So, with yeah. the green label. So, Paul giving it updates 20 to 3 now. So, Bears are still holding. No, it, no, it's not. Holding. It's I'm, I'm looking at the TV right now. It's actually 27 to 3. Oh, it's even more now. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'm not happy. The, maybe to go for the Miami Denver score, you know, try to get to 70. <laughs> yeah. That's the new goal. <laughs> That's the I new high score. I, <laughs> not that I condone wagering, but. I might be able to drink better beer here in a minute. Let me look and see. <laughs> I'll take most macro Max U.S. lagers and pour them in the toilet. <laughs> not a bad idea. Not not even the kitchen sink. You're going right to the toilet with them. That's right. It's always nice truck. Well, I would tend to hide the skunky taste to me wrong. Well, you got to have the live with the Corona. That's for sure. Hey, we got Wade in the house. Cheers, Wayne. Happy Thursday to you, my friend. Another great channel. If you haven't checked out Wayne's Beer Delivery, make sure to check him out. Got Trez in the house. Cheers, Trez. What's happening, my friend? Cheers, You're out there everyone. at work and stuff, so great to have you. Yeah, 27-3. No, there it is. There's yeah, that. Cheers. Yeah. Hey, Wayne. Cheers, Trez. Um, I'm having there a real cherry pie, cherry pie salad from a local brewery here. Oh, very nice. All right, sounds good. That sounds good. 
No, it doesn't. What are you talking about? Do you see, do you see the words right there? S-O-U-R? That just spells terrible. That's what oh, that's no. Oh, so you're going to be a sour hater. You're going to be a sour hater. <laughs> you guys argue about the sour for a minute. I'm going to go run and grab another beer. I'll be right back. So, I okay. like that. I like that. Grab you another beer and step on up. You know what? When I first started doing beer reviews a couple of years ago, um, I hated sours. Like I would just, I'd be mad reviewing them. But I was like, oh, I got to I gotta do this because this is my, it's my job. But you know, you know what? I just over the past three years, I've been doing this. I actually don't mind them so much now. They're still yeah. not my favorite, but I just—it uh, depends on what the sour. It I mean, depends what this depends what sour. You're right. Yeah, that's yeah. the big thing. Like there's some of them that are just sour, and there's no flavor to them. It's just it's just sour. That's all you get. I want I want something that's it can be sour, but have some some flavor backbone behind it. So it's like, oh, okay, that's a. It's a nice, uh, you know, raspberry or or whatever the hell flavor it is. Don't just punch me in the face with sour and give me nothing for the rest of right. it. Right. You are correct. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to uh, crack open a. This is from Great Lakes Brewery up here in Toronto. This is their uh, pumpkin ale. Uh, really nice. This actually used to be my Ooh. favorite. Uh, used to be my favorite pumpkin ale until. Uh, Flying Monkeys came out with their Theater of Madness. And Theater of Madness is still, but to this day, I mean, it's only been yeah. two years, but still the best pumpkin beer that I've ever had is Theater of Madness. It's awesome. I know I got a can of it up there. Yeah, it's sitting right over. I don't know if you guys can see it. It's right there. Okay. Fantastic beer. Fantastic beer. Yeah, and that's delicious too. I, I love this time of year. <laughs> Pumpkin beers and Oktoberfest beers. See, I haven't done any pumpkin beers here. I mean, pumpkin beer, now we're in October. I'm, I can go ahead and look at it. No, I ran a poll last week. Would you rather see another a show cup coming on Imperial Sour or pumpkin beer? And we did a poll on it. And it was funny because you could just see like Mal's face on it. She's like, can't we just do both? Like, she really wants to get the pumpkin. Like, oh, yeah, I guess we can. So we're good. we'll have a pumpkin beer special. I'm thinking to maybe do a pumpkin beer special. It'll have to be the show before Halloween. So maybe that that Thursday before Halloween because Halloween's on a Tuesday, I think this year. So Does it, probably okay. do a pumpkin show. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a pumpkin show at some point here. I have to let them know, and then we will get pumpkin beers. And I haven't, I haven't. I did. I think I did one pumpkin. Did I do one earlier this year? Or I picked up one. I can't remember, but I haven't gone shopping to find any of the pumpkins yet to bring in to do some reviews on. I think the last one I did was a greater pumpkin from Heavy Seas, which is a good imperial pumpkin ale to do. So, and I like some pumpkin. I like Dogfish has a good pumpkin. I like Warlock. I like Pumpkin. I haven't. I haven't done a caramel pumpkin, so maybe I'll grab that. Um. I like the Avery pumpkin beers, especially the sessionable ones at seventeen point five percent or whatever it is for the Ooh. rump as a KY. Yeah, it's like the yeah they they booze them up for sure, and um, yeah. So we'll probably do a pumpkin pumpkin show in a few weeks. Nice. But, well, uh, maybe that's what I should do. Maybe I should send you down some pumpkin beers from up here because I just I just sent Dave uh, from Dave's TV down in Florida. I just sent him six I think pumpkin beers from up here. To try it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll send you down some food there, Roger. Well, we can definitely we can definitely talk there, and I can get stuff from down here as well. Yeah, uh, for sure. Medela, Medela. I don't think I got no problem with Medela's packaging. I think they do okay with it. Although I like the Medela Negra more than a regular Medela Special. So, 
Like if I go to Chipotle, you get Medellin Medellin Negra in there. It makes it makes it good with it. What's but, what's maybe I'm missing? I mean, I I've had Modelo before. I don't mind it. What's the unfortunate packaging? Yeah, I don't know what JT's there. I mean, what do you mean there, James? I don't understand. I like I said, I've I and to be fair, I've never picked up a case of Modelo, so I don't know if that's what he's talking about. But I have had like cans of Medellin. Not a terrible looking can. Oh, we're waiting for that. You mentioned the uh, double uh, hearted. Yeah, this double is the two big. It's not the double. They put this in a mix pack at Costco. Ooh. This is a nine and a half percent. This one's not bad. Yeah. So that was the two hearted variety nice. pack. That was one of the beers in there. This, it was this, the winter Oberon that I had before that was just okay. Mm-hmm. Their brown ale. And then just the regular two hearted. So it was a okay. Like you get six of each of those at Costco. Okay. Okay. And then let's see here. Wayne says, Shane, it's not pucker your face sour. You might like it. He's at nine point one. Does the trick. So he's got no imperial there. PA stands with Shane Ugg Sours. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a man. This will sound yeah, like a place. They just aren't that good to me. Yeah. <laughs> great Lake 666 and Pompous Ass Ales are great. Yep. Uh, yep, for sure. Pumpkin beers are hot garbage. <laughs> See, he's going right. It falls on a big pumpkin fan either. <laughs> I, it's, not a, it's not that I'm not a pumpkin fan. I got to be in the right mood for pumpkin. And I feel like September is just a little too cool before you get to pumpkin. Like, I'm gonna, when I think of pumpkin, I think of like, the harvest, I think of like the hay rise, I think of like bonfires, I think of like Halloween. So I went around October going into November. That's what I usually prefer to get into some of the pumpkin. See, they start see now, at you, the end of July, I'm like, that's way too early. That's because you don't live in Canada. That's why. Well, <laughs> we, we start drinking, we start drinking like mid June. It's like, yeah, it's getting cold in here mid June. Let's just start drinking these now. <laughs> I'm not, when they come out, I'm like, let me get to Oktoberfest first before I even think about drinking a pumpkin, you know? Right, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Christmas elves come out now in like September too. So it's like, we're not even past. Uh, we're not even past I saw Christmas, Christmas beers at Christmas. Costco. Yeah. Oh, really? the, uh, right. Breckenridge Christmas yeah. beer at Costco today. Yeah, yeah. Great Lakes had their Christmas ale already coming out. And it was just like, yeah, they start. You know what I tell people? It's just like musical chairs of craft breweries. Everybody wants to get there early so they're not left the one that doesn't have a chair, right? They only be the ones left out and having them on stock. They got to sell off at a discount. So they try to beat each other out to it. So, right. Bottles of clear glass, only get the can. Why? That's why I usually get the cans. I haven't had the bottles in a while. Okay. Well, I got you there on the packaging. That that makes sense now because I've only ever had it in the cans. I've never, never had it in a bottle. So, yeah. So they can. But now, now I understand all these. Thanks, James, for putting that up. Uh, back on the news here. So Heavy Seas, which is here in Baltimore, they're actually going to be making a line of beers made, which is Maryland hops, which is pretty cool because I'm all about yeah. breweries helping the local economy and having like local hop farmers. You're going to be able to work with them on stuff. So that's a nice little thing. Um, another thing, Taurus, a non-alcoholic, Molson Coors decided to launch their non-alcoholic Blue Moon for dry January as part of Beyond Beer Makeover. So they're going through a whole Beyond Beer type thing where they're restructuring some stuff. So for those of you doing dry January, if you want, you can check out the uh, non-alcoholic Blue Moon version that's coming out. Well, have you heard now, like a lot of people are doing Sober October. Yeah. yeah. So I See, I, I've those, had those... people like talk to me about like Sober October. I'm like, 
you already have January. I mean, let's, you know. No, I'm not. <laughs> Which I don't do either, so I'm not going to do it for in October. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those people aren't my friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone sent me a text. and like, you know what I do every week, right? No, I'm not yeah. participating. <laughs> Yeah. My whole thing has always been like, why do you? Need, how much do you drink? You need to take off a whole month. It's moderation, yeah. folks. Measure it out. You don't got to take a whole. You know, you don't got to drink every day. You can measure it out. Like I'm not taking off a whole month. I mean, it's to a point where you're taking off months and you can't drink beer. Why am I here anymore? Why am I here anymore? <laughs> what, what, what was that song? What was that song from Men Without Hats back in the '80s? Or something like, uh, uh, "Your friends don't drink, and if they don't drink, well, they're no friends of mine." Safety dance. Yeah, you mean I, just, I, just, I might have, ch- I might have changed mean, the words a little bit, but yeah. You mean this song? No friends of mine. And believe it or not, Shane did not know I had that actually here on the channel. I did not actually. It was kind of funny. <laughs> it, it's a little, it's a little slow, but it, that's the song for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I actually played, I played that song on my guitar when I was in Chicago. And yeah. people were like, look at me like, what fucking song is this? I'm like, I don't know. It's an, it's an obscure Canadian band from Quebec. I mean, you know, yeah. not, not everybody. I don't expect everybody to know it. Apparently they weren't around when MTV played music videos. <laughs> yeah, Cause that, that's when it was that, out. When they that video was videos. terrible. That was a terrible, yeah. terrible. Well, if video. you go back and pick it apart now, but I mean, back then, well, even then know, it was terrible. It was terrible then. But you always felt good about a little person dancing. It always, it always put a smile yeah. on your face. <laughs> That's I'm to use the proper term. I still feel like little person is still the wrong term, but that's what we're supposed to say. So, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know a better, <laughs> better term, really. No, <laughs> Unless you're doing like midget bowling or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I just knew back in the day, if you said a midget and donkey came to the party, everybody started cracking up. You knew something was going to happen. Oh, I don't for know sure. if it works the same if you say a little person and a donkey came to the party. I don't think I don't think it carries the same weight. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's not as funny. It's definitely not as funny. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, let me see. Um, right here, the Miko's Italian Sour Ice by OIB was pretty special. That was good. That was I, really I mean, good. That, you did that. You did Italian Ice special using that beer and yeah. had Italian Ice as well, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to take off, guys, but Rod J, appreciate you coming on. Jay, nice talking to you. Hey, nice talking yeah, to you, Dave. Cheers, man. Yeah. All right, Thanks guys. Have a good night. All right, All man. Right, Thanks, Dave. Have a good one. Right. Cheers, buddy. You too. Make sure y'all check out Dave over at Beer in Front for sure. Great stuff. Great podcast. Last week, again, DT Space Castle was his guest who has a great podcast as well. Um, but they talked about the Great American Beer Fest. So I plan to give that a listen this weekend. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, I'm just going to put Sober down October. information here, so I want to make sure yeah. I subscribe to him as well. Yeah. So by October, I'm not ready to die yet. <laughs> I hear you, JT, right? Like, <laughs> you got it, JT. Come back, come back to me when I'm like 78 or something. You know, tell me that's about right. It. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bender till December, right? And through. That, or, or, that's and, a much better. Beyond. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a way better freaking thing instead of. You know, dry January, bender till December, <laughs> and beyond. That's be the new toy toy story for yeah. adults. <laughs> Actually, I think I think today today is uh, Canadian Hangover Day because yeah. yesterday was Canadian oh. Beer Day. Oh, yeah. So yeah. today's actually Canadian Hangover Day. 
I, I don't know if it's as a holiday, but I just made it up because yesterday was Canadian Beer Day. I feel like we're always making up beer holidays. I feel like it always There's happens. Tons. I, I sometimes forget yeah. about them too. Like I'll be, um, you know, I'll be looking something on Facebook in the afternoon. And it's like, oh my God, today is International Sour Day. So yeah. I'm like, God, I got to go to the, go to the liquor store, grab a grab a sour, do a quick video, and fucking post it up. So you know, keep on top of all this stuff. Yeah, well, it was like last week. It was uh, we did the show. It was National Drink Beer Day. I thought it was just Thursday, but apparently we need a holiday for that. <laughs> well, that is every Thursday, right? Drink right. beer, drink beer day every Thursday night here on Rod J's channel. I, I didn't know I needed a reminder on that, but yeah. <laughs> just, just in case, I mean, we're getting older, Rod J. I mean, we're not, you know, yeah. we're not thirty or forty anymore. You know, yeah, what day up. is it? It's National Drink Beer Day. Oh, That's right. right. <laughs> Thought I missed it. That's every day. Every, every day is National Drink Beer Day. All right. Ash Wednesday, Catholic Hangover Day. Is there a party on Tuesday before Ash Wednesday or something? Or is it? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I went to Catholic school for five years. I don't remember like people getting hammered that Tuesday night before. What the hell is Ash Wednesday? Is that? That's not Pancake Day, right? No, that's the Wednesday before. Um, um, we'll say it's before. Good Friday. It's the Wednesday when they put the ash on the forehead. Clearly not Catholic here, obviously. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I think it's it's not it's not the week of Good Friday. It's when the Passover starts. So it's like in February, I believe. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, because Mardi, Mar Mardi Gras is wrapped around the Catholic religion too when they do the Mardi Gras. So like, I think it's that Wednesday after Fat Tuesday, maybe Jane JT would know. Cause he's from Louisiana, but yeah, right. That is probably, that's probably why it is. Cause it's Fat Tuesday. They're getting hammered and that's Wednesday's the next day. That could be, so that's why that's probably why it's hangover day. But, yeah. That makes sense. But if you're not in new Orleans, are you getting hammered? I don't think a lot of our cities are getting hammered unless you're in new Orleans. Was that has to be, a little crazy of a Catholic procession line coming in, smelling like booze the night before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <coughs> Poor priest is like, what were you drinking last night? <laughs> what was I drinking last night? I'm still, still drinking it to this morning. What are you talking about? <laughs> Got a line of Otis's from Mayberry. Like, what's going on here? You know, um, that's an Andy Griffith. <laughs> Little thing there for those in the yes, Mayberry yes. <laughs> yeah. You had to explain it for the younger folks. <laughs> for you young folks, yeah. Mayberry, Andy Griffith Show. Look yeah. it up on Google. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't whistle, so I got to hum it. Which Otis okay. had to be the best trained jail inmate ever. Come in, lock himself up in the jail. Just come in and That's it. knew he was hammered. Just go right to the cell, close the door behind him, and lay down. <laughs> he knew the routine. It's perfect. He knew the routine. <laughs> You can only drink one beer a day for a whole year. One beer a day for a whole year? I could do that. Does it have to be the same beer? Oh, he didn't say that part of it. That that makes a big difference. And do I get to pick yeah. it? Because if somebody else has to pick the beer that I have to drink one a day, I mean, oh. That's I mean, going to be a rough beer depending yeah. on what it is. Yes. We can go so many ways with that. I'm going to give you some secret event. We have replaced Shane's beer with Colt 45. Let's see if he drinks it. <laughs> I don't mind Colt 45. Because I've, I've only tried I've only tried a handful of malt liquors, yeah. but Colt 45, I actually don't mind. That's probably the best one that I've ever come across. Like, 
Today is Thursday, May 5th, and we gave him Old Milwaukee. You gave me Old Milwaukee on my birthday, you asshole. That because that's actually my birthday. Is that actually so your birthday, May 5th? Actually, that is actually my birthday. Cinco de Mayo is my birthday. So that's actually it's that's really hilarious. funny that that's the date you came out with. That's pretty awesome. I did not know this, folks. I swear I did not no, know no, that. Was no, no, it's totally not. So I was just, I was freaking funnier than hell. Of, of all the days of the year to pick, 365 <laughs> yeah. choices. You pick my birthday. That is oh, awesome. I'm getting a Powerball ticket tomorrow. I'll tell you. You that. should, buddy. You should for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm only looking for one percent. Not even, yeah. not even a one percent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not asking for half or ten percent. No one. I'm not even looking for all six numbers. Just give me five numbers, and I'm good with whatever that few hundred grand i'll get so yeah oh that, yeah that, that sets you up pretty good right <laughs> yeah yeah ask wednesday's the day after fat tuesday okay after fat tuesday. funny I had, I had to go back to think about alcohol to remember my stuff back from catholic school <laughs> i guess i'm drinking tomorrow i'm just not in the mood to do that yet well yeah yeah well but you paul know was just paul wasn't saying one for the year just one every day you couldn't drink more than one you couldn't drink more than one only one well, the and good thing about that you, is, and he says you could do any beer you want. Perfect. Yeah. But the good thing about that is tomorrow never comes. Yeah. And I'm, right. I'm for some reason I'm reminded of a line from the movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. Yeah. Where he says, "Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today." <laughs> yeah. Great right? movie too. Great. Yeah, it's great. I love that movie. It's, yeah. it's so awesome. <laughs> Beautiful, Andy. Just beautiful. Floyd. Yeah, Floyd. Yeah. Floyd was doing some type of drug. I wasn't sure which one, but he was definitely doing something there. Andy. <laughs> yeah, you were doing you were doing something, Floyd. I'm just saying. It's funny when you go back. We were talking about this a while back um, on a few shows ago. Like, you go back and you watch some of the cartoons in the 70s and 80s, early 80s. Yeah, there were definitely some people doing some drugs in those studios that were coming up with the stuff they were coming up with. <laughs> sure. but you know, what? when when you're a kid, you don't notice it. You don't notice it when you're a kid. But I, when you I, I feel like our parents should have noticed it. They should have knew something was going on. <laughs> I I don't know what your parents were like, but like my parents in the '80s were like, yeah, okay, go. Yeah, like yeah. you know, go outside. Make sure your home and the street lights are on. They didn't. Well, really, they didn't. They, they locked the door. They locked. They locked the door behind you, like my parents did, right? So like, you can't yeah. get back into the lights on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how they did us back in the day. Yeah, that was a good time to grow up. Yeah. Any beer you want, but it's got to be the same beer every single day, though, right? Yeah. But I get to choose the beer. You I would have a beer. hard time yeah. picking what I want to drink yeah. every day for a year. Well, you just be no, not but you, every day you'd be a different beer. You just got to choose one for that day. Oh, if I could pick a different beer every day, that'd be great. Yeah. But being yeah. stuck drinking the same beer every day for one year, that would I think that would be the case, unless I was wrong, Paul. I said, yes, any beer you want, but I thought it was every day. But if not, I can still pick. I mean, I could probably do that. If, it's, if you only had the one beer that you need to drink that every day for one day. I, I think know. I see where it could be monotonous after a point, but... Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like drinking the same beer, like just one of them, and that's the only one you can have. And you drink that every single stinking day. That's like having, ah, geez, I don't know. It's like if you had a steak for dinner every single night, like after, you know, a couple months, you're like, fine. You know, I don't even like steak anymore. It's it's boring now because, you know, you're having it every single goddamn day. I don't know. I'd be like Uncle Rico and Napoleon Dynamite. I'd be killing the steak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. You're going to stop eating all our steaks. (laughs) 
another great movie, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, for it sure. Was, it was just one of those movies that kind of what I liked about that movie was just like the humor. It was there, but it had to settle in for a second, and then it was just like right. Yeah, ah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that kind of humor though. That humor that makes you just think for that quick second, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You got to think about it for just a quick second. That's why I like a lot of the English shows. They kind of had that thinking type humor on some of their stuff. There, when you're watching them, it's just like, okay, okay, I see what yeah. you're doing there. Yeah, yep, that's true too. Yeah, it sounds easier. I believe it would be. Yeah, doesn't matter which beer you drink every day. I still would have our time. Yeah, so you can have any beer. I think it doesn't matter which beer you have. So you just have a hard time stopping at one. See, if I could choose any beer every day, I mean, yeah, I think I'd be fine. Yeah, I think I would be too. Yeah. I mean, on occasion when I drink, I mean, like I do this show here and I have a few beers, but during the other parts of the week, some nights I don't even drink. And when I do drink, it might just be one beer watching something. Right. Like when the show's like that and I'm done. So yeah, that wouldn't be a problem for me, I don't think. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do too. I'm not a a lot of people because oh, you know, you're a beer reviewer. You must drink a lot. No, I don't. Yeah. I only have I only have a couple of beers a week, really. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, we did a video years ago. Um, this was like I started 2015. I think it was like 2016 or 2017. And one of the beer tubers came up with like five questions. And was tagging other people, and then you would do it, and you would tag other people. So the whole gutter runs getting around the whole beer community. We were kind of answering this stuff. And right. one of the questions were about consuming beer. And it was, I think people were surprised to see, like a lot of people said they don't drink as much as people think we drink. Like everybody was pretty much like three to five maybe beers a week, if that. And sure. yep. it might be like on the weekend they have a couple here and there, but it's like doing reviews or something like that, and everything. And then some other people were like kind of splitting the beers, other people, like they had two people doing their shelves, so they were kind of splitting beers. So it wasn't even that much. What right. you thought about overall. And I think the idea is that people think we are always consuming beers and we're not really drinking it. It's like the shock when some people get when they see like their favorite craft brewers out there holding the Miller Light in his hand. And they're like, oh, you're drinking a Miller. Like they drink Miller Lights and Miller High Life and all kind of shit all the time because they don't want a heavy beer. They're around all kind of stuff. Right. They can't sit there drinking Imperial Stouts all day long. So they'll have something like a light lager and it might be one of the macro stuff. People seem surprised when they see it happen. And it happens more than people realize. So. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of these guys that don't don't know as per se, uh, you know, like they say, oh, you're a beer review guy. So you do all these fancy craft beers. And like, we're just regular people. Like yesterday for Canadian Beer Day, I had a Molson Canadian. Like how how yeah. generic lager can you get? You know, it's like yeah. drinking a Modelo, you know. Yeah, and I just had like some of my check-ins more recently were all Modellos I was doing for a bit that I got I got a six pack of it like a few weeks ago and I was going to something light to have around and I was checking in. I know people are looking at my own time, like, what the hell? Like you drinking a Modelo? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not drinking like an evil twin or something like that today. It's just like a nice, easy drinker, you know. Yeah. And it's nice that you you can drink a beer and not have to do a goddamn video for it. <laughs> right, right right which is which is always my problem like i said i have a, a fridge full of beer and they're all review beers and that's like, what that's you know. one thing with the beer if there's a beer tuber phobia or whatever like that and everything is like you're going on the channel and you're like i don't know what beer to have because you got all your beers marked for reviews and it's like <laughs> do i dare crack open another beer that i have for a review and then it's like what if i like that beer 
then I'll be pissed because I could have done a review on it. It was that good of a beer. I should have shared it with everybody else. Now I, I can't I, do that because I've used it on the show. Now I gotta go find it again. I can't find it again because it's not available right now. Right. You yeah. can't get it to next year. <laughs> I, I I have been guilty of that several, several times. You just like, you know, you're watching a hockey game and you're like, you know, you're all out of your, you know, Modelo or your Miller Lite, whatever you're drinking, right? You're like, ah, you know, I'm just gonna crack this. It, it's probably not that good. And then you're like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I should, oh, and then you get all mad because you, you know, You've already yeah. poured it, and you're like, "Damn it!" <laughs> I, I have done. I I'm guilty of that probably once every two yeah, months or so. It, I, uh, it catches you I crack off guard. You're, it's not, really, really good. you're not prepared for it. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. JT said, "2711, the comeback has begun." <laughs> yeah, go, go, Commanders! I honestly, James, I have so much freaking money sitting on Washington right now. <laughs> it's not even funny. I, I I have like three different betting apps that I use, and I I bet Washington on all three with uh, some parlays and some single game parlays. And this guy's got to get fifty rushing yards and all because I was I was one hundred percent. I and again, I'm a hockey guy, not a football guy. Yeah. So this is just kind of a tied me over until you know hockey starts. Um. I, I literally died during the summer because all that's on is baseball. Yeah. And I hate baseball. <laughs> so it's like, but every once in a while, I'll throw a couple of bucks on like, uh, you know, the Blue Jays. And that's just a freaking waste of money. So I might as well just drop it on the goddamn floor and walk away. <laughs> you know? Well, isn't, uh, isn't hockey back now? Or is it exhibition? I thought I was flipping through and seeing hockey games. Yeah, there's a preseason right now. I don't think the regular oh, yeah. season starts until... Uh, it's Friday, then maybe Monday, I think, is the first regular season game. Okay. No, six, seven, eight, nine, maybe two. I think it's the 10th. I think so 10th we're close. Is... So we're like a week out or so before it starts. Yeah, not even. Not okay. even. Like, yeah. yeah. It's funny. I started getting, I, like, over this last few years, I got more back into the CFL. Um, yeah. Watching those football games. Just because I feel like the CFL, people would say, well, the players that are better in NFL versus CFL, but. It's kind of like almost harder in the CFL. Oh, sure. You have that, you have that less down. Yep. And then you got a bigger field you got to cover. And then it's kind of like you've got um, a different mentality and stuff like that. It's like, it's just, it's a different set of scoring and everything like that. Like how you have to score if you kick. Like you, there's no like fair catch and stuff like that. Like you get points for a couple different ways. And it's just like, you're involved the whole game when you're watching the CFL, essentially. Sure. And sure. their coverage on stuff like is a lot better than NFL. Like the coaches, the camera work, all kind of stuff they do, and they definitely got better halftime shows than the CFL they do in the NFL. They don't even show them in the NFL; they just go to the score update stuff. But you watch CFL, you get a little show at halftime. It's it's just sure. like a nice experience and stuff like that and everything. So I kind of gotten into some of that, and um, and we, you know we've had NFL players that built fame up there. You know, Warren Moon was up there, Doug Flutie was up there. You yep. have players that kind of built their name up in the CFL before they went to the NFL. So uh, yep. I just find it For more sure. of an entertaining show overall. And and it's funny because a lot of um, I I God I try I try to I'm trying to word this so it doesn't sound really bad. But I find a lot of uh, like Americans or pe- people who like NFL football and the structure that is, they don't like CFL because they find it very boring. Because CFL is basically run pass punt run pass punt run pass punt. that's because there's only three downs that's all you can do run past three downs right yeah right. it's right but like you said so it, it is a harder game it's 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 a longer field it's 
it's a wider wider field, but it's wider long field, as well, right. right? Yeah, and you don't you don't always get the the run passes. Sometimes it's like pass pass, and like for people like high scoring type stuff. Some of the offense are more pass, and like the run thing, they have to sneak in because you don't have that other down. You have to right. be careful when you actually call that run play to make sure you pick up something from it. And it's still the fun of the goalpost being in the front of the end zone, right in the back. Because everyone plays, and you'll see a player occasionally run into the post, which is hilarious. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it does happen. So, so there's a little entertainment factor there as yep. well. So I enjoy I enjoy it still. So I think it's uh, pretty cool to watch some of the games there. Um, and they got like eight teams, so it's kind of like the best of the best that play in that league for the, for the CFL. But, again, you get NFL players that are up there, and they – do some great stuff and they before they come back down to the NFL and the NFL nowadays it's almost like tag or flag football or some stuff in some regard. I mean, you still have people get hit, you still get people get injured, obviously, and all kind of stuff. But it's not like like we were talking earlier when they showed the old footage of Dick Buckus, how he plays football. That's the days I remember, like through the 70s and the 80s, the 90s of watching football versus now. It's like now with the rules they have, if Joe Montana was a quarterback, he would never he'd be playing quarterback to age 70. Because like you can't touch the quarterbacks really, right? So right. it's like a whole different thing. Or Terry Bradshaw or some of these other guys. I need to be tough when you did some of these type of roles as well. So it's interesting. Right, for sure. Beers like potato chips. That's Sometimes the perfect analogy. Be, yeah. And there's actually a beer-flavored potato chip out there now. Can't say I've recommended because I haven't had it, but one of my friends had it. He wouldn't recommend it. He was talking about terrible. So he said it tasted like throw up the next morning on this potato chip. <laughs> Here, so that was his. That was his phrase. It was a Lay's. I'm just saying, if you see the Lay's beer flavored potato chips, go in cautiously. That's all I'm saying. Uh, if I see it, I'm going to pick it up. You, you know, <laughs> I, you have yeah. to. You have to pick it up. If you, oh, beer, beer potato chips. Yeah, let's go in the cart. It goes. And you I know. expect a review if you do for sure. Right. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, I'll do that. What's up, Jody? Cheers to Bourbon Bounty in the house. Oh, I appreciate you. Y'all know Jody on Bourbon Bounty. If you are a whiskey person, especially a bourbon person. Make sure to check out Jody's channel. He definitely knows the bourbon stuff and always has some great stuff there. Thursday nights before we go on, he's on. He's doing this thing. He usually does like a live giveaway on things too. So check out Jody. Got Aries. Now, now that we have, Aries. seeing as we have a bourbon professional sitting there watching, I'm really glad I'm sitting right in front of my bottles of bourbon behind because I would get laughed at. Because I think, <laughs> yeah. The, the only yeah, I've got like one bottle of bourbon on there, and I'll, I'll get teased for what it is. So I'm just gonna stand here or sit here and just block the total view of the bourbon that I have on my bar. Jody doesn't hold anything against anybody. In fact, he would give you pretty good pointers on sort of different stuff. He might say, oh, "If you like that, try this." I, I'm not real. I, I don't mind bourbon. I like I'll you know I'll drink some bourbon. Um, n- not one of my go tos. Like I like I always tell people like I have a pretty extensive bunch of bottles on my bar at one point i had i think 130 different bottles on my bar. oh wow but that was way before i was doing craft beer because i yeah. uh geez we're going back years and years but i didn't drink beer i didn't like beer um, yeah. i was always into the fruity girly cocktails like hey uh you know we go to a strip club with my buddies and they're all like ordering like hey give me a labat blue give me a canadian give me a rickard's red and i'd be like hey can you guys make like a singapore sling and the guys just be like get 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 the fuck out like (laughs) sorry get out is this guy is this guy with y'all yeah he's not with us he's not with us because i i didn't like beer right and then i don't know one day i just decided to magically like beer and now i just absolutely love it and i don't 
I don't hit the liquor as much as I used to. That's for sure. At that point, you know, you were that person. They were like, there's always one. You were the one. <laughs> I was the guy. Yeah, I was I was that guy. I, I, I fully admit that. I used to be that guy. I was the embarrassment of the group. Um, not, yeah, not so much I, uh, anymore, but, you know, I used to be, for sure. I used to, back in the 90s, I used to bartend and stuff. I was definitely more into spirits, liquor back then and stuff. So I drank various whiskeys, gins, vodkas, stuff like that, everything. And I wasn't as huge into beer. I had beer. We were, you know, we were in top party school and we always had beer around, but I was definitely going to more of a liquor type stage back then. So funny thing is now, like back then I wasn't a big fan of wine. I'll drink wine at times now too, which I just had to find the right wine that you actually find. Just like beer, you find the right ones you actually can enjoy. Like I like a good Shiraz, I like a good Cabernet. So it's just finding those things that fit your palate. Yeah, and and that's right. And your your palate changes over time regardless of what, what you drink, whether it's wine, beer. Um, you know, bourbons, like you could, you could sit there and drink a really nice bourbon for many years. And then just one day it's like, you know what? I don't like this anymore. Yeah. You got to move on to something else. The PA said, I drink a lot. I drink Imperial Styles all day long because I am not weak. Well, you're, you're a superhero, Paul. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> go Paul. Go Paul. <laughs> I drink a full flight of all four of suburbans earlier. I'm now drinking Coors Light because rehydrate, mofo. <laughs> <laughs> he does, that's his that's his hydration is uh going there back to go. Coors Light. So yeah. Nice, nice. So be able to open beers. I don't share them, but if it's really good, I stop feeling bad drinking. No, I mean I've gone through bombers of big beers. I've gone through the magnets of big beers. So I mean, you know, if you're there by yourself, it's just like, well, I, I can't let it go bad. I can't let it go right? bad. I mean it's, it's open. It's open, yeah, it's right? Open. You gotta what finish are you gonna it. Do? So yeah. It was like somebody asked on one of the other groups I was in the other day, like, anybody still get crowlers? Do they still sell? And like, I was like, yeah. I was like, I got a 32-ounce crowler of Oscar Blues Barrel-A's, uh BA-22 volume 10 the other day. 14%, 32 ounces. Knocked it out. Like, what's up? Like, it's not a big deal. It's 32 ounces of a 14-ounce beer. 14 ABV beer. <laughs> I do have a crowler up there somewhere. I think it's right, right, right there, maybe. Yeah. It's hard to tell I'm not facing it. There's actually not a lot of play. I don't. I don't know if you guys, if it's, if crowlers are readily available down there, but there's not a lot of places up here that do crowlers. Yeah, there's not. A we lot. have, um, we have a few. Well, the two store, the two key stores I go to now in Baltimore, both of them will do it. A couple other places I've found will do it. Crowlers are pretty. I would say out of ten stores, actually, I'll probably find about five or six that will have a crowler. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. But now here in the States, at least, and you might be seeing up there, a more favorite size is 19.2. A lot of these places are serving 19.2 cans. It seems more people are picking those up rather than getting the crowlers at the 32 ounce. So 19.2, nice size, a little bit bigger than the year 16, obviously, but then you don't want the full 32 possibly. So you're seeing more and more breweries that are going to that size. So. I mean, if you if you can't drink a thirty two ounce, you're like, just go home. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, just, right. <laughs> just go home. Don't, don't even bother showing up at the brewery. Just go home. <laughs> and Bounty said, "Your stuff is good. Mine is solid, but he's collecting. He's got a huge collection for sure. Uh, you had to find the right woman. It's the only reason men drink wine." Right? <laughs> well, so you're at a, you're at one of those dinners or something like that, and it's like they come around. And it's like wine, and it's just like. 
you'd rather have a beer or you'd rather have like a shot of whiskey, but you're there with the executives and they're like all drinking wine and you got to go along with the party, right? So <laughs> oh, oh, you've always, you've yeah. always got to go along with whatever everybody else is drinking, especially if it's, yeah. you know, like you said, some executives or whatever the hell you're dealing yeah. with. Which is why they created the flask. You can go to the bathroom, take it out of your suit jacket, hit it real That's quick, right, come back in. That's right. That's right. That's a great idea. Fantastic yeah. idea for sure. And I've got a few of those. I'm just saying. I'm prepared. I was a Boy Scout back in the day. <laughs> it was about nine bucks for 32. Yeah, it's a good price. Like I can get, like I just the one I got for the Oscar Blues it was 10.99, 32 ounce, 14 ABV, Oscar Blues barrel A stat. I mean, that's a good deal. You know, if you were getting a four pack of that, I mean, you're still going to pay a good amount for it. Um, but yeah, I, I like the, I like the crowler, and plus, I like to get it on draft. So a lot of places have it on draft. So you want to get there, get it a crowler, take it home, and enjoy it versus getting something that's been stored for a bit of time. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. That the powder up means I have to hit the flight, hit the flask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta remember pictures. that for next time. I gotta go powder up. Sorry, guys. Yeah, well, you can still do the pictures, especially if like some of the Mexican restaurants. They'll bring you a picture of beer and stuff like that. But in college, yeah, we used to go do some pictures. God, you know, you know what? I haven't been to a restaurant that's served pictures in God. I don't even remember the last time I been even to a now. Like, like some of your Mex- like Mexican restaurants, because they, they usually have pictures. At least the ones I've been to around the states. Really? God. Yeah. Like I haven't. Yeah, and I, I remember there's one place uh, we used to have up here. It was a chain. Uh, what the hell was the name of it? Uh, O'Toole's, I think it was mm. called. And they used to do um, like the beach bucket, like you know, like little kids like beach pail with a little shovel, yeah, in it. And they would do like a, you know, like a margarita or something like that in it. I remember that, but God, yeah, it's been forever since I've seen a place that does actual pitchers of mm. beer. Did you have the? Um, and I was the only time, like I said, I don't really drink Corona, but the only time I've had really Coronas in the last decade or whatever is the corona ritas so they would get like a big margarita oh yeah with the corona yeah, the corona would be dipped into it <laughs> yeah, so yeah. If you drank the margarita the corona would fill into it and stuff yep. so which technically i don't consider that drinking corona because it's mixed with the tequila and stuff so right no that's which, like a beer cocktail at that point right <laughs> really which which has to tell you corona's weak in itself because that's all y'all call tequila doesn't get in a fight with <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fair enough <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I remember back in college, we had one of our restaurants. It was called Speedy Gonzalez. It was a Mexican restaurant. And we would get wings, like pitchers of beer. I'm not going to say it was the prettiest sight, probably to a lot of people's houses the next morning. But that's what you did. And the night you get out of there, you get all these. And the wings were spicy as hell. Would you just be getting pitchers of beer or you'd knock them back? Yeah. Do you, do you remember like five cent wings, Rod J? <laughs> oh, five cent? Or ten cent I, wings, even. I, like. I remember. Well, I remember them being. I think. I think ten cent or twenty cent. It was something. Yeah, I remember the good deals you used to get on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember, but, like used to. Usually, we used to get like ten cent wings, but every once in a while, like uh, like on a Tuesday night or something. Yeah, yeah. like they have like five cent wings. Yeah, and now they're like, they're like a dollar a piece now, or almost, almost. Dude. Well, did you guys ever Crazy. get the twenty? You ever get the twenty five cent drafts? 25 cent draft. God, our, our yeah. country would never allow 25 cent drafts. Are you kidding me? <laughs> when we were in college, we had one of the bars. Actually, a couple of bars would do it too. And I, maybe it was a college site thing on campuses, but you would get like a 25 cent draft, 12 ounce beer, 25 cents. <laughs> so for a college kid, 
that's five dollars, you were in heaven. Oh yeah, for sure. No, no matter what the beer was, you were good to go at twenty-five cent a draft. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good and, then have, night, and, and then we'd have some bars do the five hour drink and drown. Five hours you could drink all you want. Holy Jesus, man. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, good. We're America. That's how we do things. I, <laughs> I, I feel so I feel sorry for the, the service staff at those bars because you know it's all because like you said, it's all gonna be like college kids. And yeah. just and they're just gonna be freaking pounding down their Coors Light or whatever the hell it is that you're drinking. Yeah, and they're just gonna be stupid because that's what you know college kids are. They're just freaking stupid. <laughs> and they get drinking, they think they're big tough guys, and they're hey, don't you know who I am? Yeah, you're some little snot-nosed 19-year-old kid. Get the fuck out of my face. Oh, sorry, 21 down there. Sorry. 21 to 21. 21. Uh, so we can drink 18. at 19 up here. The year I went, the year I went to college, it went from 18 to 21. Boy, was I pissed. The year before it was 18. And so it's funny when I went to WVU and then talking to Ari Dari would tell us like, yeah, back when it was 18, every corner of these dorms would have a keg in it. And I'm just like, oh man, I would have never made the class. <laughs> right? <laughs> get out of get up, go take a shower. Oh, let me get a beer before I get in the shower. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm gonna just stay here, I think, for today. Yeah. Good old shower beer. Yeah, yeah. That's so. uh Drew from uh Beer for Breakfast Facts for Snacks. That's his yeah. specialty. <laughs> he does a lot of shower beers. It's like, yeah, that's it. WVU, you can get in, but you could easily get out too because people. I have one friend, he had like a 0.5 his first semester, like a 0.5. Like, literally, were you not going to class? Like, how do you get a 0.5 in a semester? <laughs> like, literally, you had to not, they give you points just for showing up and signing the paper. So it's kind of like, how did you not get, you know, yeah, yeah, you could, yeah. Some people didn't make it through. It was literally like, look to your left, look to your right, two of you won't be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> crazy oh those are the days a little crazy on baltimore right yeah yeah you know baltimore compared to cincinnati i feel like the place i've been to are definitely a little bit more tame um even like the games like after the games and the people walking here after the orioles game versus the cincinnati after a reds game oh my god cincinnati people in the middle of the street we won. Woo. Kiss my hat. Woo. Like here, everybody's all kind of more polite about it. Kind of just moving along. Make sure they don't get hit by a car. They didn't even care. Since that. They'd be like, just walking right out. Like, you know, I, I'm a pedestrian. I'm a pedestrian. You got to stop. Like, <laughs> so yeah, it's more tame in Baltimore to Cincinnati for sure. So yeah, <laughs> that's what I need. I need to get my ass down to Baltimore and we'll go in. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll pound a couple beers there. Uh, Jay. Uh, or, or, yeah, this is the little self-promotion here. You need to come up to the 2024 Beer Tubers Convention in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada that I am hosting next year. That might be possible because the wife does want to go back to Canada at some point, I think. So you should, buddy. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Like I said, you're going to you're gonna have uh, myself, uh, Brian the Beer Snob, uh, Nutmeg 2 Palmetto. I think uh, Alan from One Flight Down is coming from Winnipeg. Yeah. Um, Mallory and Chew are probably coming up as far as I know. Yeah, uh, Dave from Dave's TV, I think, is planning on coming up. Okay. It's it's a good time. It's a good weekend. You get to come and see Niagara Falls. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous spot. You yeah. know, as yeah, close as you guys are, going. there should be like Joe from the Beer Patrol and them because he's right there in Buffalo, the other side of Niagara, and a couple other guys I know up there for too, sure. So. Like I said, it's yeah. it's open to anybody who wants to come. If anybody's interested in coming to the our third annual uh, beer reviewers get together, uh, get a hold of me. Uh, Shane's craft beer review at gmail.com or just uh get a hold of me on my channel Shane's craft beer review and yeah. I'll uh, I'll hook you up with all the information you need for next July. 
There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Paul, awesome Paul, Paul, PA Brunus, he's only down in Eastern PA, so he's not that far actually either. Now, come on up, Paul. Yeah. Get, get, get a hold of me for sure. And we'll, uh, I'll get you on the list and uh, we'll talk. Yeah, they are huge with those, the Motolitos and the little, yeah. I mean, they put the 12 ounce Corona in like this big glass. You know what? I found, I've, I haven't really been to a lot of, and I don't think I've been to any of the Mexican restaurants here in Baltimore. I've kind of gotten food delivered. But I go to the ones, we had a favorite one that was interesting when we were in Kentucky. We would go to, it was only like five minutes from the house. And I would go in, you order, and it was just kind of like, what do you want to, like, they were kind of like, you know, sometimes I would get a beer, sometimes I'd be like, oh, let me get a Jack and Coke, like that, everything like that. Literally, they would come back with like a tall glass, not like a little glass, like a tall glass, and the Jack be here, and the Coke be here. <laughs> And they'd be like, <laughs> and I'd be like, my man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when you just grab your wallet and you start doing one of these. Yeah. Like, here's your tip, guy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Make it I'm rain. Like, going to drive like a thousand feet from here, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Holy and they'd crap. be like, and my wife would go, they knew, they knew she liked margaritas and they always know her margarita and stuff. But she'd get the margaritas. She'd take that first sip, like, Oh yeah, that's it. That's the one, right? <laughs> yeah. So we were in, we were in well with them. So that was good. Oh, nice for sure. That's restaurant. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> There's something that goes along with commonality of going to a place over and over, where you become friends with the owners and the people that work there. They kind of know the stuff, and sure, that, be, that becomes a nice little benefit to have for sure. Yeah. Seventy-five cent wings on Tuesdays, where bourbon's at. Yeah, the inflation there. What's seventy-five wings? Is I mean, you get ten for seven fifty. 20 for 15. I mean, that's better than what you're seeing on your regular menus. But yeah, but back in the day when it was 25 cent or 20 or 10, yeah. Yeah. You rack up. I remember when it used to be Arby's used to have five for five. You get five roast beef for five dollars. And then yeah, like oh, four, I then, went had to, then it went to four to five. Then it went to like three for like five twenty-five or something like that and everything. Right. Yeah. Man, I haven't been to Arby's in years. I used to love going there, but it just it got it ended up getting too expensive for what you get at Arby's, I think. Well, I mean, all yeah. the fast food places are like that, like McDonald's and Burger King. They're all like that now. Yeah. Well, now you get like the the apps, right? So I get like the McDonald's app. I'll go once in a while, and it's just like it's like they always put a deal on there. Oh, you get a double cheeseburger, buy one, get one free. Spires today. Oh, that's not a bad deal. I'll get two double cheeseburger and a soda, whatever. Grab a quick bite. Come that's back true. the next day. Double cheeseburger, Spires. Like, this is Spires every day. So why do you keep telling me? Just like leave it on the phone. Like, you don't got to keep telling me every time it's going to expire at the end of that day. Well, well they got they got to tell you that so that you keep coming. Like, oh, my God, I got to go there today because this expires. It's yeah. that's brilliant marketing on their part. That's that's how you market your products. Doesn't doesn't matter. Just it yeah. expires today. Get on it. Like, I don't believe that anymore. <laughs> Worked at the bar only 2007 and we still had. Quarter paps, yeah, quarter for paps. There you go. Yeah, so they That's had places crazy. where he would do stuff like that. Yeah, and they were like back in the early '90s when um, it was actually past Blue River became the the uh, what do you say the hipster beer, right? You'd have places doing like twenty five ounce dollar seventy five paps pours. Which paps isn't a bad I... beer. You can actually sit with the paps and be just fine. But you eat like a dollar seventy five and you get like a twenty five ounce pour. You're like, okay, That's I'll do great. that. Like I said, I, I cannot wait for everybody to come to come up to Niagara Falls last year because the majority of the people that are coming up are American. There's a few Canadians that are going to be there. But I can't wait till the Americans come up here and be like, you want how much for a beer? What? Like, 
Yeah. We pay a ridiculous <laughs> amount for beer up here. Oh, I know how much you guys get hit. I have some of my other Canadian friends up there. Yeah, they're yeah. like, and they're like one of my friends, he really likes Miller Genuine Draft. And okay. it'll be like forty dollars a case or something like that. Or they're like forty for are you kidding? He's like, that's how much it costs us. They're like, they would never get that out of the states. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't even pay forty for MGD. <laughs> I don't even Shower think beer. it's. I think it, I don't think it's that cheap. I yeah. honestly don't think it's that. It cheap. might be more now because that was a few years ago. So it might be more now. Well, I'm going to yes. look it up here really quickly. So if I look like I'm not looking at the screen here. And he and he would go uh, to LCBO as well. I know you go to LCBO. LCBO does all the beer stuff, I guess. Uh, shower beer. Yeah, a lot of people do shower beer, having a beer in a shower. Well, it's, this, it's the stupidest. Almost the message myself. Yeah, there's, I nothing, think we want there's nothing wrong with the shower beer. Like I said. Yeah. But did you have a 0.5 semester, JT? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awful. <laughs> That's like flounder on Animal House at that point, you know. Um, on it, uh, well, bourbon. It is actually Shane's Craft Beer Reviews. It's his channel, and let me take that off there so you can see Shane's Craft Beer Review that you can pull Shane's up right there, right there on YouTube. For sure, I actually uh, I had a. Oh no, I didn't have that today. I had the special announcement for tomorrow's my summer project big premiere. Um. Which give me a second. Why did I spell Miller wrong? M I L E R. I think I only put one L in. Can you not? Do you not know that that's what I'm trying to type in? Is Miller? Really? <laughs> Just put in put M G D. I did that. It didn't accept that either. <laughs> I know we have. I know we have Miller. Seriously? Oh my god! <laughs> it's like your site is like we don't take macro. We don't take macro. <laughs> I, I'm look, literally looking at the your search like, Miller did not match any products. Yeah, it did. Don't be a it's dick. A, it's under uh was it um Miller Coors? So it's a it's a Canadian company that owns it, so it should be there. What the hell is going on with this stupid site? This is why I don't go to the beer store. I can't even get their website to work properly oh my god i just i literally just typed in the words budweiser in the search engine and it said budweiser does not match any product products that we have well not that's weird <laughs> god this place sucks see this this is this is the troubles we have up here in canada we can't even get a freaking uh Can't even figure out what the hell our how much our beer costs. Beer store. Okay, yes, that's correct. That's the website I want to start. I'm just gonna be talking while I'm searching here. And there's Shane's channel. I shop just our beers. In. Hey, let's I'm just gonna do it manually, and this is gonna take a freaking second or two. Shane's just because I'm curious how much a Super. Yeah, come check it out, guys. Uh, Miller Lite here. Let's just click on that. We can get um, you to 500 so you can get the community and all that kind of stuff open. For anybody I, didn't you were, I didn't realize you weren't at 500 yet. It's interesting. I do have an absolute... Absolute... Uh, okay, Miller Lite. 
Wow. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. I'm going to give you our current price on a case of Miller, a case of Miller Lite. So 24, 355 mil. I'm assuming that's a can, not a bottle. Mm-hmm. $50.95. For a case of Miller Lite. $50.95. That, that's only for the what? 355. But what's if that kick want, over to uh, what's that kick over to American? Like um, I don't know, seventeen dollars or something. <laughs> well, I mean, no, is it is it is it that much of a difference? I don't give me a second. Because I was thinking a case of Miller in the states, you're probably looking. Well, you're looking at around seventeen or sixteen, maybe. Okay, so if I convert, uh, if I convert, well, it's, it was fifty ninety five. So I just converted fifty dollars Canadian into american and it comes out to roughly 36.50 oh that's way too much way too much that's what i mean like we we pay yeah. a fortune for beer up here so it's it, 30, it a canadian, it's a canadian company that it's a canadian company that owns miller now you think they give you a break you would think so <laughs> but our government likes to just freaking stick it to us when we're when it comes to beer and alcohol like it's they funny like you can go the niagara region is known for um, it's wines up here. We have one of the best wine regions in the world. So I could go literally like, drive, take a seven minute drive and go to one of the, the wineries and pick up a bottle of wine for, let's say, $14. And then I can take a 14 minute drive over to uh, Niagara Falls, New York, and buy that same bottle of wine for like four fifty. dollars It's absolutely That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy the way that we get taxed so bad on our beers up here. It's crazy. It's like, come on, Justin, do better. <laughs> he's, he's useless. He's absolutely he's, useless. He just he's a pretty boy for the government or something like that. I don't even know what he does anymore. It's like, he's back there with the mom. He does meatloaf. nothing. Like, what's he doing back he there? I don't even know. I don't even know what he's doing back there. Justin, meatloaf. <laughs> Yeah, he does. He does absolutely nothing. He's he's so useless. He goes to a. He goes to I, say, I think. Only, Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I think the only reason he even got voted in is because all the women in this country are stupid, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's so cute. Let's vote for Justin. He's awesome." Uh, voted like it's the prom king and queen, huh? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you, Pabst is a good chaser, so you can do that with whiskey too. So yeah, drinking it with an imperial stout from behind. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, why a not? different different type of bubbler maker. I always bring ridiculous money when I visit. Yeah, Bounty, come on up to Canada. Yeah, that's gonna be snowbirds in Arizona. I'll stack up before they go. I bet they do with the prices in Canada. I'd be stopping. We have to. Too. We we yeah. have to. Which is something I found out a few years back. So we went to Dallas, and I was like, I want to get beer, but like, can I? How do I get this beer back? Do I send to FedEx? I got a UP, uh, UPS store, whatever. Went online and found out online in the states you can actually transport beer back on the plane. Anything under like, I think it's like twenty five percent ABV. You just put in your check luggage. Perfect. So I'm like, well, that's cheaper than actually because if you're flying. And we were flying Delta at the time, and we got like two free bags. But you can fly; people fly Southwest, so you get two free bags. You can literally take an extra bag, get the beer you want, just wrap it up, secure it, and then take it back. And it's cheaper than sending it back FedEx or UPS or the postal office, which is great. So yeah, yeah. for sure. 
So I like loaded up and came back with beer. My concern was, well, he's whole. We'll see what happens when I get back. And they were all good. I mean, because it's like you worry about pressure, you know, if it can explode. I put everything in individual bags and stuff like that in case something happens and no sure. issues out whatsoever now. No, it, it's actually pretty rare that a, a can will explode in flight. Yeah. Um, I know. I, but I mean, I, I know if I'm shipping stuff, I always, you know, put it in like a Ziploc bag and just, yeah. just in case something happens. But yeah, it, it, uh, I was doing a, I was doing some research on that and it's very rare that a can of beer will explode even, you know, at 40,000 feet with the reduced pressure. Yeah. Now you got to worry about those people that are handling the bags to make sure there's no shadiness going on. So they, Oh, this guy has all these beers in here. They won't yeah. miss one. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so if, if they took one or two beers out of my, whatever I have, I probably wouldn't even notice to be honest. Considering a handling fee. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. Hey, Cheers. As long as the rest of my bag is fine, I'm I'm good with that. Well, yeah, you can get better prices from what I understand, like on some of the European beers and the American beers. Um, so yeah, some of the Europeans, uh, the European beers aren't. They're not. I I wouldn't say they're expensive. They're they're pretty competitively priced as far as um, our local kind of stuff. Um, I've never paid. I don't think I've ever paid an outrageous <laughs> price for a European beer coming from across the across the ocean so it's i mean that's a good thing i guess so that's pretty decent i think bourbon wanted to make sure he had the right one i just sub yes you did get the right one because so i put it in the comments he said yes i got the super right super one 27 14 with two years left to play <laughs> it's like go washington let's go yeah most including now. now yeah Arms crossed <laughs> they're ready for beer it was that red stripe right yeah yeah, so I put your channel. I put Dave's channel out there too. Yeah, it's about right. Thirty pack for seventeen twenty two. Where I live in Arizona. Damn. Yeah, you should be. I mean, killing me. Yeah, for a case, a thirty pack. Well, that's thirty. That's six extra. Yeah, that'd be about right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, it was like you know, the year some of the guys. I don't know if you hear them as much. You know, some of your stuff from Brian on them, but um, here, like people will drink like Genesee ale, like Genesee cream ale. People seem to like and. Oh, I don't know. Block beers. And you get like a 12 pack for $10.99 at places. Yeah. I actually don't I actually don't mind Genesee. When I go when I go over to Buffalo to go watch a, a hockey game, yeah. um, I usually have a couple of Genesees and not a bad beer. So when you come over to the States, when you go back, do they check your car for like stuff or anything? Or I have uh, I mean I don't I don't go over a whole lot. Um, my wife goes over a whole lot more than I do. She goes over probably once a month just to do some mm -hmm. shopping and stuff like that. Um, I think she's only ever been searched once. Yeah. And I, I've only been searched once in God. I can't even remember how many years I've been going over, but I, again, I don't go over as often as she does, but I've only been searched once. Yeah. Cause I'm and, just and wondering they, if it's worth it trying to bring it back in or how they treat that. Cause I thought someone told me you can have a certain limit of beers when you come back, but I'm not sure. Yeah, and, like, and you, you know what? Yeah. Most of the time, like you just, like I'm always 100% honest with them. Like if I have, if I know I'm over what I'm supposed to have, I still tell them what I have. I'm like, yeah, I got yeah. a case of beer and I picked up a, a 40, uh, you know, Jim beam or something. And half the time they're just like, yeah, go. They don't care. Yeah. You know, and you, you will get the occasional guy that's like, Oh, that's too much. You need to pull in and pay tax on that. Oh, okay. I'll go in and pay my $7 worth of freaking tax on my bottle of Jim beam, you know, or whatever the hell I happen to be buying. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of interesting how they do that there. I was actually when I went to Canada, Ontario before, I was kind of a little bot. Like I went in and I had, you know, you go through the border and do your passport, and like, okay, you're good to go. Well, I'm like, yep. They didn't stamp it. I'm like, and I'm supposed to get it. It was the first time I used the passport. I'm like, oh, okay. I want yeah. a Canadian stamp my book, and they didn't stamp it. And I'm like, I was kind of like, I can't believe I didn't get stamped, right? And I think, well, maybe, they, maybe they don't do that. Maybe you just show it. Well, then I went to, we went to like um, Dominican Republic. They stamped it there. Sure, they, they did. Stamp it in Jamaica, and they stamp it in like, like they, now I don't have the Canada stamp. I wanted the Canada. I wanted the Canada. Like, <laughs> I, I think, I think if you're a, I think if you're an American coming into Canada, they because they don't care because it's you're yeah. like our next, you're like our next door neighbor. You're like you know, right? We're, we're friends. Just come on, hey, come on in, come on in, right? I, but next time you go over, if you ask them to stamp it, I think they will. Okay, but, but yeah. you actually have to physically ask them to stamp it because it's, yeah. it's not a normal practice. Mm, okay, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, the other points they stamped, and I was like, I didn't know why they didn't stamp it when I went to Canada. Yeah, so. just yeah. When you're there, just like, hey man, can I trouble you to stamp this really quick? Yeah. And half the time they're just kind of like, as you like, really, dude? I'm like, okay, I'll stamp it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you're like freaking you're, literally. You're you're driving across. You know, it's across this as, as, from where I live. It's like down the street and around the corner. I'm in Niagara Falls, New York, right? Yeah. So it's like half the time they don't even bother doing it. That's for sure. <laughs> It's like, can you stamp it? And can I have a liter of beer, please? Like, Officer Farber. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Coors Light case, 1999. You know what? I did see that sitting there. And I'm assuming that's your 355 milk. Now, is, is yeah. that a 24 case or a 30? Because I'm going to give uh, you the price for both. That's a 24, I'm sure. Anytime right. we say case in the States, it's 24. Yeah, okay. unless you say so, 30 so pack case, like earlier. So a case of 24 up here is $47.95. Is that an American equivalent? No, that's that's Canadian 47. That's Canadian, is, okay. Uh $35-ish. I didn't convert still, it. I'm just still too much. Oh, I know. Like I said, we get just you know, right up the right, right up the poop shoot when it comes to beers up here. <laughs> we we yeah. really do. But uh, yeah, yeah, you guys get bent over on that. We do, we do really bad. But like I said, when I was down in uh, when I was down in Atlanta last year, and then Chicago this year, you know, mm -hmm. we're you know walking through the breweries, walking through some couple different bottle shops, and I'm just like, are you freaking kidding me? And like, you know, <laughs> I just I just want to grab everything, but I you know I can only bring so much back. I'm just I don't want to scoop up just armfuls of beer and just throw it. You know, <laughs> like I said, thankfully, thankfully this year I had. Uh, I had my man blue ice with me yeah and uh like literally we walked in this one bottle shop and he i was right behind him and he literally would walk through and he'd pick up a beer and go here you go all right no you need this one here try this one and try this one like he was just handing me beers <laughs> it's like you know yeah. and blue ice and i have a very similar palate so when he hands me a beer i know it's going to be a gold beer and every single one that i've tried that he handed me has just been absolutely off the charts fantastic nice yeah really really good yeah, Blue's a good guy. Another great channel for y'all watching Blue Ice, B-L-U-U yeah, underscore Ice. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't put out a lot lately, but he's a busy guy. I mean, he works yeah. his ass off all the time. He's a hardworking guy. So, Oh, it's tough. If you're not if you're not 100%, like, I, that's one thing when the conference I went to, and they're like, if you're not 100% creator, it's tough. Like, they tell people, like, don't try to compare yourself to other people doing 100% of the time, because you can't. Like, if you're working a, day, a regular job, day sure. job and you're trying to get into it 
you can't really look at the numbers other people are putting up that are 100 into it because there's so much that happens so yeah right for sure and for for guys like us honestly like our our market is so small like because we're a very niche market being beer reviewers mm-hmm. i mean we're not going to hit you know three million subscribers or you know like unless we start playing you know minecraft and drinking beer at the same time <laughs> maybe we can, maybe we can know, like oh yeah oh so i'm okay so today on minecraft i'm going to be building this elaborate uh you know uh the castle of notre dame but uh hey you know what i'm gonna enjoy this uh sauerkraut and mustard beer let me tell you what i think about it while i'm building this you know yeah <laughs> maybe maybe we might might get something yeah i mean because I, I, I look at some of the stuff i look at some of the beer channels that have been around and doing stuff and i think you look at like i think it's craft beer channel i think they're i want to say maybe 60 70 thousand maybe and they're like one of the biggest ones out there right he, sure you look at someone like simon over in the uk simon's i think somewhere in the 50 or 60 range Which, uh, that's huge for for our yeah. market that is huge. yeah that is yeah huge. greg's greg's beer reviews i think he's about 40 something i believe um but yeah it's kind of like to grow it it's like i was telling i think mal a couple weeks ago looking at some of the stuff I was looking at, I was watching some of their videos and they were like, if you're over a thousand people, you're pretty much in the top 10 percentile of YouTubers. Like 90% of YouTubers don't get to a thousand people. For sure. Was I never thought about like, I just never thought about that number being that out there, having a couple channels over. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I, and like, you got to think of so much like, dedication and stuff to hit. Plus. For sure. No, you're well, going to say like, like I said, we're, we're such a niche market and, uh, be able to get your numbers up that high i mean you got to have a freaking spectacular channel right yeah yeah it's got to be something to grab so it's kind of like I, I i feel like you can break through and stuff it's just sure you got to look at the market you're actually in and if you're it's obviously it's kind of like the r movies versus the pg-13 or the cartoon for kids stuff right like if you're if you're coming out with a movie in hollywood your r isn't going to pull in as many people as those kid movies do like you're not going to come out with for sure yep the new exorcist movie and get them with people like toy story 3 coming out or something like that toy story is going to have that thing because it's all the audiences can go into it for different reasons versus your audience being more limited and that's how you have to look at how you're actually doing a lot of this stuff like and then find your position in which you can actually do so it's all perspective it's keeping it all in perspective whether it's this or anything you're specializing in as a niche where it's beer or alcohol or even like some of the food type it's kind of like if it's not something everybody can kind of get into you're yeah, gonna have a harder sure. time so it's just got to be you know and, and being alcohol just like if you were doing a channel on vaping or like that, something where there's going to be a restriction on it because you have to be a certain age to get into it it's right. going to be a little yeah, tougher to sure. actually do that versus if i was just doing a barbecue channel and everybody loves barbecue you have a higher opportunity in doing that so right for sure yeah yeah all right but i'm gonna say point go ahead go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna be back in like 30 seconds okay maybe a minute so say something uh really whismical while i'm gone and i'll have to come back and watch it later <laughs> thanks i'll try i'll read the comments first though let's see what we got in the comments here justin i really like him but i question my sexuality. <laughs> that's funny jody <laughs> uh it's okay if you have a man crush on justin trudeau uh, man, I had a truck and backseat full of brew when we came back over. 
Nemo said, when you go to Total Wine here, you'll see Canadian stuff in the RVs full of liquor. Yeah, I mean, with the cost difference of getting it here versus getting it there, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you load up and take stuff back? And even if you got to declare it, you're still getting a better price overall, I'm thinking, than what they would do if they actually uh, pay for it there. Canadians can drink. They can party. <laughs> what was that old movie back in the day? Um it was American and Canada, and it was kind of like it was a it was a comedy farce, like we were going to war with them over beer. What was that movie between them? Uh, oh shoot, the American Canadian movie had Rick Moranis. I think it had like the two um, the oh brothers, Strange Brew, Strange Brew, and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That. we were talking about the Canadians how they could drink it. It's like yeah, it's like uh, you were going. Nemo has said how when the Canadians came down where he's at, there's only full RVs full of liquor to take back. And he was saying how they can actually party. It was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. funny. I'm like, you would take it back with that difference there. But it, not, it made me think of Strange Brew because of the, like the Americans and they were at the hockey game. They got this whole big thing, right? When they were getting all worked up and stuff. So yeah. Great classic movie from the eighties, by the way. So oh, for sure. Brew. Yeah. For sure it is. Who was the Smothers brothers, right? No, the McKenzie no. brothers. McKenzie brothers. Smothers brothers were different brothers. The Smothers, the McKenzie but brothers. The Smothers brothers right. were Canadian as well. They so were Canadian as well. Yep. Yeah. Of course, back then, back in the day, I grew up watching some of the SCTV, which is like the Canadian version of SNL, which is the right. funny stuff. You know, John Candy and all of them on air too was really good. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Did some great, was, a great comedy back then for sure. What's up, Arrow? Cheers, my friend. Arrow, Arrow's cheers. Part, he's part of the gaming community. I do. Oh, is it okay? Super. Yeah, I do the gaming channel. He games with us sometimes on Call of Duty and stuff. So uh, nice. I'll be playing Modern Warfare three tomorrow night for sure. I'll be I, streaming that. You know what? Yeah. I used to play a lot of Modern Warfare years ago. Mm -hmm. um, like I was playing like Modern Warfare two, Modern Warfare three. I played World at War, and honestly, I'm not the best video game player. Let me put that out there right now. I do okay, and then for some reason, I kind of fell off of it. And then mm -hmm. I fell in love with a game called Rocket League. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I am familiar with Rocket League. Yeah. Okay. I, I played I played Rocket League like solid for year. I again, I'm just I'm just an average player. I'm not spectacular at it. I mean, I'm 52 years old. Like I, my reflexes aren't as good as they used to be. Um, and then I stopped playing that for that. I just recently started getting back into it again and realized how much you need to continually play. It's like a, it's a skill. It really is. Yeah. You yeah. got to continue to play because I'm, you know, playing some matches now. I've like I've only been playing back again maybe about another three weeks or a month now, and I'm just sitting and I'm getting destroyed. Like I'm yeah. like, oh my, like my timing is off for you know getting up and hitting the ball and trying to do a reset and it's awful. Like if you don't, it's it's like any other skill. If you, you don't use well, like it, a skill, if you don't right? use it, you start to lose it. Yeah, and I mean yeah, these kids sure. nowadays. I mean that's one thing. The era the kids are in now is kind of crazy. Like you can go to college for brewing beer, you get stuff for that now and yep. you can get go to school and get scholarships for playing video games so i'm like i, I love the generation i grew up in but if i'd have been like 20 more years later i'd have been thriving like crazy this generation right <laughs> yeah like you well, know we were kids playing video games parents are like that's not gonna get you anywhere nowadays you can't say that to kids and like exactly. you find out like some of these air, air force recruits they bring in are like they look for the gamers because of the hand-eye dexterity of playing the video games sure yeah that fight the uh, recon and stuff for the uh, the uh, what's it called drones and everything. So, yeah, for yeah. the UAVs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of yeah, crazy. Yeah, like you said, when we were kids, we were you know playing you know our 
whatever Atari 2600 or ClickerVision or whatever the <laughs> hell it was, right? You know, the one joystick and one button. Right. And, yeah. And we just we'd be playing the hell of that. And like, well, why are you wasting your time playing that? That'll never, you know. And but we loved it, not yeah. knowing that you know, 30 or 40 years later, like these kids are making millions of dollars winning a a, tur- a Fortnite tournament, which yeah. I really, well, I really suck at. By the way, I really suck at Fortnite. <laughs> I enjoy playing it because, but I try and play Fortnite like Call of Duty, yeah. like go out, sneak around, kill. I, I'm I'm no good at building the crap. Yeah, know? well now you don't have to build a Fortnite. I haven't played it in a while, but I was told like the new versions you don't have to build anymore. So they made it more like regular battle royale. But I haven't went back to it. Um, well, well, they do have a they do have a mode that's a no build mode where nobody's yeah, okay. allowed to build, right? So okay. it's more Call of Duty ish that way. Okay, but I always well, they, play just the regular one. Yeah. And get my ass yeah. handed to me by some twelve-year-old <laughs> kid from you know. I think the last time I played Fortnite, it was like I ended up winning. I won the match, and I was like, "Okay, I'm done, retire at this point because nice. I already won. I got the win, so I was, I was out. So I went back right. to Call of Duty. <laughs> well, I always I always play with my youngest boy. Like we play uh, the uh, duos, which is the team of two. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's seventeen, so obviously he can play much better than I do. Yeah, And so we'll get through a game. I'm like, yeah, you know, if we get like, you know, say top five, say I'm like, yeah, I got three kills, you know, woo. And he's like, yeah, dad, he goes, I had 17, you know, <laughs> you know, he, he, he hard carries me all the time through yeah. that game, all, all the time. Cause I'm, I'm terrible. I, I just enjoy playing it. It's fun. I don't yeah. play it a lot, but it's, you know, like once or twice a week, I'll play it. No, I was at when I was at VidCon, they had one of the games that were down there. It's like the zip lines game, which is a game you can actually play on Fortnite. I had never seen it before, and it was like I played it for a little bit, just kind of see, and I was just like all over the place. And it was funny because at one point you had to play it, they had like the keyboard and the mouse, which I haven't had keyboard and mouse since the 90s, like going back to some of the old alien versus predator type games, or you could do a controller. Well, all the controllers would go quickly. So people were like the keyboard and mouse. So I was like, I'm not going to go in there, be all screwed up and get my ass kicked by an eight-year-old. I'm not doing that. I'll wait for the controller, right? Yeah. So, so I got the controller, but then trying to figure it all out. So it's just like so much jumping around and these zip lines. Like, just give me Call of Duty. Just give me. I just want to go yeah. out there, give me my gun. I'm going to run out there and just shoot somebody. And I'm good yeah. to go. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Nice, nice yeah. and simple. Nice. And yeah, simple. nice and simple. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is way. T- it's like when they changed Madden up. Remember back in the day when Madden came out, it was so much easier trying to do stuff. And then they yep. got into okay, now you can call line audibles. Now you got the quarterback audible. Now you can shift the D. Now you can shift the linebacker. Now you can shift the safety. It's just like it's just too much going on. I know you're trying to give that feel to it, but you got to do all this like in less than four seconds before the guy calls hut against uh, on the other side of the ball against you it's like i right. can't i'm still i'm still trying to position people he's already snapping the ball i just said just got yeah. to be too much yeah, yeah exactly yeah and that just goes back to the hand-eye <laughs> coordination right like yeah. you, you, you can't do it you know at our at our age we can't do that anymore yeah you know? yeah for sure oh, 17.99 with the get it regularly for 17 24 Wait a minute, 24, and you get a 17.99. Oh, okay. It was 24 was the case. Right. You get yeah. a 17.99 a month with the grocery card for the Coors Light. Gotcha. You get a discount on beer with a card? God, I got to yeah. move down there. If we get a discount on beer, or you can get a discount on gas at some places, uh, which mm-hmm. what the gas prices are, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they give you points on stuff. Like one of my stores, I, was, I, wish, I usually go to the grocery shopping for what we do because I usually cook and everything. I went to the store a few weeks ago and this old lady was there. She was showing me. She's like, Did you do your rewards thing on your digital card? And I'm like, the rewards thing. I didn't even know about it. She showed me, like, basically, 
because I have points added up, I got like ground beef for free or bread for free and all the stuff that they would give you for part of your points or whatever. So it was kind of nice. So yeah, we get rewards and that kind of stuff. So that's crazy. No, uh, that's 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 America. That's what that is. I know, I know right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to convert to some gas here. 3.9 uh, times. What is gas up here right now? Five. I don't even have gas. I haven't played gas in the car for a week. So how, what, what are you guys paying for a gallon? What are you guys paying I for think, a gallon of gas? I think last, right last, last time I went, I think it was like 3.59 or 3.69. Oh, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I, I literally i just i just did the math conversion um i i'm just going by the i'm going by the price from like two days ago ish yeah i pay uh six dollars and four cents for a gallon of gas that's like california prices it's, yeah it depends on what part of the country you're in in the states but california and out west they pay more than we do in the east I think sure yeah same up here same up here it depends yeah. on where you are yeah i mean the thing is i get i'm fully remote so i work all from home my wife is home like three or four days a week. So it's like, we don't have to worry about putting gas out there in the car and stuff like that. So I go to gas station once a month, maybe. Which right. is nice, especially with gas prices being up and stuff. For and sure. then some spots around here are so convenient that we just Uber on some stuff even. so. Right. Usually if we're going somewhere, we're going to be drinking or something that we'll Uber. But Yeah, yeah, for sure. What's uh, new in there? I... New wave of things like untapped and having a phone in your pocket kills a lot of the beer reviews. I don't know. I mean... I don't know if it killed a lot of the beer reviews, so to speak, because I mean, people will put stuff on Untap, but like I use Untap for my own personal thing, and I have friends that I connect with that follow me, and we connect and we, we kind of sure, do yep. stuff. And even when I do the beer videos and I put my personal rating up, that's the scores I'm putting on Untap and all that kind of stuff. Yep. I think for me, my beer reviews, the way I do them, because I'm doing the channel. So I just do stuff on the video. There's still some people that do other stuff, whether it's here or Beer Advocate, which is actually owned by Untapped now. Or I don't know if Rape Beer still exists or not. I haven't looked at that for years. Um, you still get the beer reviews out there, just in different type of things. Some people have stuff online that they do. Um, some of the stuff you see on Twitter and things like that or different blogs and stuff. But uh it may have just shifted where you find the reviews or you see the reviews, but I think people are still doing them. Yeah. I, don't know I think. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I think the, like I, I use untapped all the time as well, obviously. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if I agree with that a hundred percent. Cause yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to use untapped and I'm still going to do my beer reviews. I mean, it's cause anybody who's ever used untapped knows that you know once you start using untapped especially for the first like month or two the only thing you're like oh i got a new badge oh great oh what do i need oh i only need two more beers from poland oh my god i gotta go and get <laughs> i gotta go and get two more polish beers at the local liquor store and it's like oh my god look i got land of the free i i just checked in five beers from america i gotta go check in five more so i can get level two and and that's what i don't know what anybody else but that's what i was like when i first started on the untapped app i was just like yeah. going crazy like i was checking you know oh how many do i need for uh you know how many beers do i need to have at my local dive bar because yeah. that's a, that's a badge and how many oh oh today's uh you know, Canadian beer day. I got to go out and buy a Canadian beer so I can, you know, 
check that in so I can get that badge that means absolutely freaking nothing to anything. Right? <laughs> and it's true. Like I have like, I don't even know how many badges I have seven, eight, nine hundred, a thousand badges on yeah. that are totally useless. But when no, you get yeah, the badge, yeah. you're like, yeah, I got the badge. Yeah. You know, it's the stupidest, stupidest <laughs> app, but I mean, I, I love it. And I've been addicted to it for, you know, the past however yeah. many years I've been using it. I just feel like I track it. My, I don't even know how many badges I got on there. I mean, the badge thing is is fine. I, I, I never really look as much into them, but it's kind of like it's easier doing the untapped than it's like taking the books. I have a book here. I can write stuff in a journal. It's like easier to type it on the phone sure. than to write in a journal. So yeah. in that regard, that's why I like to keep track of all the stuff there and everything. But uh, yeah, occasionally I see something pop up and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Or it's like, you know, your bar finder level 50. You're like, damn, how many bars have I been to? You no, know, funny thing, I look at Untapped now because now right. I think I've, I've checked in like probably over 71 or 7,200 beers over the period of time. And I've right. only been doing it since like 2015, right? And it's always about right. what you have, what you don't have to versus what you have. It's just like in a, in a way that yeah. we look at things. And I start thinking, sure, where would I be at if I had all my beers that I checked in all my life? Because I'm like, all the beers I didn't check in. And it's like, right. do you add them in now? But it's like, you're not drinking them now. So is that cheating with it? So it's kind of like, right. I think back and I'm like, I've got to be a Wilt Chamberlain 10,000 plus numbers at this point. For sure. And overall, so I just haven't, you know, sure. we didn't have untapped back in the 80s and 90s and stuff. So yeah, that was always something good. Oh, snap. Just when we thought we might be over, look who's in the house. Oh, <laughs> there she is. Hi. What's happening? How was this? Get all work all settled? Yeah. As far as it can be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome. There, there in. she is. The the secret love of my life has finally showed up. <laughs> she made it in for last call. <laughs> it's the best I could do today. Today was a crazy one. Yeah, yeah. Did you end up having to cover and everything? You got out of there pretty quickly, then. I covered most of it and then handed off to a server to finish the evening because it slowed down enough. So. Okay. Nice. Yeah, um, and I will be forever grateful to that server because they are wonderful human being. They are wonderful human beings. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's definitely uh, great to have you here. So, <laughs> so it's kind of like yeah, and uh, no, we've been Gavin. We had David earlier from Beer in Front. He was on for a bit. God I'm so sad I missed birthday. him. I would have loved to chat with him. Yeah, yeah. We were talking a little bit. He just did a podcast with uh, DT Space on um, Great American Beer Fest because he had went there. So mm. if you haven't checked out the latest podcast that came out earlier this week, check it out. But uh, they kind of sure. got messed up. But it was fun. We had some pretty fun conversations talking about some different things. And, sure. uh, of course, just kind of going through stuff here through the chat and everything. Like, and I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, Mallory, because I came on at the very beginning. I'm, you know, because I knew Rod J didn't have a co-host, so I had to do this whole thing. And I don't do nearly as good of a job, and I certainly don't look nearly as good as you do doing it. So I'm glad you finally showed up. <laughs> yeah, Ember, Emerson had a comment. He's like, "Are Mal and Todd on writer strike right now?" Earlier, so that's <laughs> like. <laughs> Said, they tried to write a strike, and I told them I didn't need them, so I went ahead and hired Shane and David and I fucked them up. <laughs> I said, no, they had to get caught up on some stuff there. So, yeah. 
All right, looks like JT. All right, JT. Hey, JT. Cheers, nice JT. talking to you again, brother. See ya. You can break through, but you have to be solidly consistent and be entertaining. Yeah. So, in going to VidCon, one of the overwhelming things were about the consistency and about having the schedule and trying to do that kind of stuff. But then it was like there were things in there as well too, like some of these people that had like hundreds of thousands of followers and stuff like that and subscribers. They had done videos like in a month or two either because they take a break. They did uh, one of the part of the key things was talking about how you got to take a break. You can't be too wrapped up into it because right. it can become too all consuming for you. So you got to find that balance. And like one of the guys on there is a channel called Angry Reactions. He's funny as hell too. The person I started following his channel, but he does stuff on TikTok and he does stuff on YouTube. It's just like you have to be able to step away at points. And so one of the things like in the beer thing is we would always schedule out ahead. Like, so we do reviews, but I don't always put the reviews up when I'm actually doing it. So it's funny. I'll put reviews up and people are like, did I just see you Thursday and you had a beard? And it'll be like, when I don't have a beard, like these are all done real time. I build right. a catalog of stuff. So when I take a break, I can just yeah. release other things on those things. So that kind of stuff plays into it as well. Um, but if you can get a consistent schedule and usually, and I and if you're not doing it consistent, make sure your viewers know you're not consistent. Like I said, I think I want a community post a few weeks, a few of the last week, I think, that I was changing some stuff up. So I was going to be taking a kind of a little bit of a break on the videos because I'm updating some other stuff for the channel just so people were aware. But then usually I'll try to release videos around five or six or whatever each night that I can. And we do the live stream on Thursday. Everybody knows eight o'clock live stream. You know, be consistent to actually be there and then the entertaining thing, if you're on YouTube, I mean, you should be entertaining. If you're not entertaining, you're not going to have the viewers actually connect and watch. That should be kind of just the common sense portion of it, though. But, you know, you find things and you stay consistent on them. You bring stuff. And, like, I like to ask, you know, as for everybody watching, the viewers, and what do you want to see? What kind of stuff do you like? What am I not covering? You know, I put a thing out there in the community post. What things do you want to know about beer? that we're not maybe talking about yet. And, you know, you, you have to be involved because people forget at a point it's social media. Is not like just throw a video up and people show up for it? Right. You got to be engaged. You got to be yeah. present. Like you can be there, but are you present? You have to be present with it as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's, that's the one thing I used to have on my channel. I used to have a consistent schedule and because of the vast amount of beers I still have in my fridge, I've just been kind of like, I've been trying to like just pump out the videos because I want to get these reviews done. And I, I think I said on one of my videos like six months ago that I was going to do something completely different and slow down my channel, do like one or two a week. And I'm, I'm not. I'm still doing all this stuff and working on these big projects. Speaking of big projects, I'm going to throw a little shout out here. Rod J, sorry. Tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern, I have the premiere of my All By Myself uh, series. Oh. Um, part one starts at 6 p.m. Eastern. Part two is at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then at 8 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to be doing a live. Um, if you guys don't know what this is, this is a little series I came up with last year called All By Myself. It is a spoof on the show alone. Um, if you guys are familiar with that. Um, last year, it was just me kind of doing a little funny little thing. Um, this year, I got seven beer reviewers involved in this project, plus two of my friends. So there's actually nine different people involved. So it's going to actually play out more like the show alone. Um, yeah, so 6 p.m. Eastern on my channel, Shane's Craft Beer Review. Check it out. It's going to be awesome. It's freaking hilarious. Um, 
because I'm the only one that's actually seen all the videos. It is, <laughs> it is brilliant. I have I have uh, famous beer reviewers like Brian the Beer Snob, Alan from One Flight Down, uh, Drew from Beer for Breakfast, Fact for Sex, myself, of course, uh, Wayne from Bucks County Beer Reviews, Dave from Dave's TV. I've got all these guys, and they just nailed all their videos out of the park. And I put them all together, and I hope it is. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoys it as much as I've enjoyed doing it because it took me bloody forever to put this video together so yeah check that out tomorrow night at 6 p.m nice. yeah so definitely check that out for sure yeah it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun like some of the some of the stuff like i've actually because i've probably watched the entire video probably 15 times um just to make sure that it's the way i want it to look and every time i go past it i'm like oh god i should have i need to go back and do this so i could literally do the whole the whole thing like word for word i think out of everybody and it's some of the stuff that people came up with is just brilliantly funny you're going to be busting your gut watching this it's so funny i know you can't do it because of copyright probably but it'd be funny if you had in the background all by myself playing because that'd be hilarious <laughs> well it's it, it's basically this it's basically the same show the i tried to get the same feel like this the same kind of sound effects and the same kind of mood setting um that the actual show alone has um yeah. and you've got nine guys most of them beer reviewers um with their own little take on how they would survive out in the wilderness with no beer yeah <laughs> so it's, it's kind of uh it's 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 cute it's really funny and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch so i hope uh, you know anybody who's watching right now comes and checks that out tomorrow night because it's going to be fun um i'm nice. going to be in the chat to laugh or laugh along with you so uh yeah it's gonna be great so check that out if you can yeah bourbon definitely get up to canada there and for 54, sure skills and drinking i get it now I'm, I'm still about the video game now but it's like he's, he's it's funny you should drink and then play the video game bourbon you'll love that jody <laughs> what is, what's wrong with video games it's nothing jody's just you know jody's jody he's like you just have to find the one that you like and by the way do not, under any circumstances, if you're a, a mobile game player, do not download the game Monopoly Go because it will suck the living life right out of you. I know because that's what I've been doing for the past three months. It is awful. It is frustrating. And I want to take my phone and throw it in the goddamn Niagara Falls. But I can't because it's so addicting and I would cry if I couldn't play. So do not, do not, under any circumstances, download Monopoly Go. I bet you could play it drunk, though. <laughs> it's, well, you can play it drunk because it's not—it's not actually like Monopoly. Like you don't actually have to think too much. It's kind of a automatic kind of game, and it's dumb. It's the dumbest game I've ever. It's even worse than Minecraft, and I think Minecraft is the dumbest game I've ever played in my entire life. But it's worse, and it just sucks the time and life right out of you. Which reminds <laughs> me, as soon as I, as soon as I'm done on this live stream, I'm going to go play it and check and make sure I get all my stuff in order. <laughs> Well, I'll be playing. A, I got the early, the early open beta for Modern Warfare Three, so I'll be playing that this weekend on my nice. YouTube channel. So that'll be. It's sweet. funny. I got it through my cable company. They're like, our cable company here is a Reddit commercial. Say, hey, you can go into your awards program and you get open beta access. I was like, really? Because I didn't usually have to pre-order the game to get that. Sure. Yeah. So I'm like, well, shit. Okay. Well, went in and got set up, right. and I told my friends that usually play with me, and they're like. Yeah, our cable companies are shit. We don't get that up there. I'm like, oh, that sucks. So I'll see you guys when I'm back from playing it then because I'll be playing that all weekend. And one, my one friend, he has PlayStation, so he gets to play it on Sunday. 
So there's like an early access Friday and Saturday, which we got, and then right. open Sunday through Tuesday for PlayStation. And the next weekend, Xbox and PC get to play it. So it's kind of like, yeah, this weekend's all PlayStation playing it, which is, you know, you got a PlayStation, I don't have to tell you. Should have been with the party. But hey, we're going to be rolling <laughs> with it this weekend. So yeah. That's right. So my, buddy, my boy Trez, my Trez in the comments. Yeah, he's Xbox now. He should have stayed PlayStation, son. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him. For sure. <laughs> Although right, I kind of grabbed another beer, guys. I'll be right back. I don't know. Although I have thought about getting Xbox just for Starfield, but I don't know. I haven't made that full decision yet. All of our parents, those games would rot your braids. Not now, kids ain't made. Yeah, yeah. It's, like I said, twenty years later, they're making beer in college, and kids are getting scholarships on video games. I would have thrived in this area that we're in right now. The rules have changed. I did, Paul, earlier. Uh, budget lighters, <laughs> leaders. That's not lighters, that's leaders. leaders. Complaining that about was, the leaders. I thought leaders was an RE. Well, it is with it, the GH. It's all right, yeah. Well, yeah, he knows Jody's been drinking bourbon. I'm just trying to figure it out. I thought it might have been a typo. My bad. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna crack open a thing, I'm gonna mm -hmm. crack open a dildo. That makes oh, sense. It is bad. A what, a dildo. I'm, I'm gonna crack open. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a dildo in my mouth. <laughs> we'll kill it. Oh wait, I actually have to review this shit. You actually don't have to review. You can just give it your rating. You don't, you don't have to type anything. On that well, you know, it's it's funny because I I sent down. Uh, I didn't even know about this brewery. The the brewery is actually called Dildo. Wow. See that? It's the actually dildo. it's a, it's a it's a city in Newfoundland called Dildo Newfoundland. Oh my god. And Brian the beer snob actually got a hold of me. I don't know a couple months ago. And said, hey, can you get any dildo beers in your area? And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And I said to, and I said to my wife, I'm like, I don't understand this message Brian just sent me. He's asking for a dildo beer. You should have replied like, back, no, you're screwed. Well, she knew, what, and she's, she knew what it was, and I didn't even know what the hell it was. She's like, oh, she was, isn't she dildo in Brian Newfoundland? Brian some weird kinks, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, Brian, I, so I sent down Brian a bunch of dildo beers. And he did a freaking hilarious video with uh, so you Gabriel. Just said, you just sent him a bunch of dildos. I, I could have clipped that. I sent Brian a bunch of dildos. Not a bunch of dildos right there. Go, go clip that. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, go go check out his channel. The, the first video he did with Gabriel from uh, Starving Actor Food Reviews um, is freaking hilarious. And it's just all kind of like wordplay on, oh, I'm going to put a dildo in my mouth and Gabriel's like, Gabriel. what, what the hell are you talking about, Brian? Why are you putting a dildo in your mouth? You know, kind of thing. But yeah, that's actually what it is. Yeah, it, it was freaking brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Oh my God, the hop smell in this is freaking amazing. It's a hopping dildo? It just smells like just beautiful, beautiful hops. That's what it smells like. Oh. There are worse things. Are oh. there? Are there? See now, this is this, hey, we are, we just. There are worse things for a dildo to smell like. Yes, that's there true. Are. Thank you for asking. And you, you know what the sad part is? Is Rod J and I before you came on, Mallory. Rod J and I were talking about, you know, sometimes you have your review review beers, and you crack them open, which is exactly what this is. This is a review beer that I'm just cracking open because I feel like having a beer. And I'm really upset now because this is freaking <laughs> spectacular. <laughs> This is the what's this one called? This is the 1933 IPA. 
is what it's called from the well, dildo brewing company. You just have to go back and get more dildos for yourself. Yeah, like well, I, I had to special order them because you can't get them here yet. You can because you uh, special order your dildos. Okay, that's. Fine. I will. I will special order my dildos, and they hopefully they come in a discreet, uh, nondescript package, so nobody knows what I've ordered. Um, oh. Dildos for pickup. Yeah. <laughs> now I do. I do know that you can actually online. You can actually buy uh, like a, a flat, like an empty cardboard box, like a flat box that says, um, you know, dildos and stuff on the side of it. Like, hey, extra large dildo for your pleasure. Blah, blah. <laughs> and what you're supposed to do is just kind of like, you know, make it into a box and put it on your neighbor's door. Like on the doorstep. Extra large for your pleasure. Hello. Yeah. And you, you just stick it on your neighbor's doorstep. So when, you know, people are walking by, they're like, oh, my God, look at that guy's got a big box of dildos on his front step. <laughs> so, you know, not that I would ever do that, but. It's a great idea. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, you're, you're too nice to do that. Yeah, I know, right? Like you, you know me, Mallory. I would never do that, but it's damn funny. Hi, Trez. Trez said, "Cheers to Mal." No, Trez, is there uh, thing that you are consistent with? Yeah. I'm it's not Box of Dildos, is it? No, I don't. Well, I don't know with Jody. I don't know. It could be. It could be. <laughs> you are entertaining, Jody. You are my friend. Uh, so, but there's only four watches. I gotta put that it on happens. My list I get. Now. I actually get. I actually get a, people that follow on the replays, like when they're at work or something. The next day, I see like views go up. They're probably listening because I put it on the podcast as well, so people will tune in during the podcast and stuff. Yeah, it's too bad that Shane made this not safe for work now. Right? It's a, it's a city in Newfoundland in Canada. It's called Dildo. It's the Dildo Brewing Company from Dildo, Newfoundland. How many times can I say the word Dildo? Well, you're really you're really plugging it. You're really plugging it right now. You know, they do. Uh, I've only oh, had a- Oh, that was rough. That's what she said. I'm telling you, Rod J, seriously, go and watch Brian's video on the, the first one he did with Gabriel. Because it's just all stuff like that. Just like, oh, you plugged yeah. that really good. Like, just all innuendos <laughs> throughout the whole video. It's it's hilarious. It's absolutely great. Knowing his editing skills, I'm sure he tightened it up. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> Jeez, Rod, come on. Grace, he should have had you on there instead of freaking Gabriel, maybe. <laughs> Mind you, Gabriel was awesome in that video too. He he oh, really uh, really did it up really well. Oh man, that's funny. I'm sure you had a handle on things. Done a good job with the dildos. We know it's oh, fine. Well, that's you know when Brian, uh, Brian, I'm sure you had a handle on things. So. Oh, so for sure. Me. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, EV? Cheers. I think the under construction now avatar you got there too because he's not doing the updates to his channel. Oh, okay. Eclectic, Eclectic Beard is doing some stuff there. My 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 silver YouTube play friend. He for those of you looking to see someone that made us got a silver YouTube play button, check out EB's channel. He does some really good stuff. Nice. Silver play button. I can only hope. Yeah. Yeah. And a beer, that would be like huge to get to a hundred thousand. Can you imagine? That'd yeah. be ridiculous. Yeah. Well, you're the only people on here. You can send me a link now. I understand. I am embarrassed. I'm not keeping it. You know, you're fine. <laughs> Actually, I'll probably wrap up here in a little bit just because I got to get up early. Nah, it's fine. You don't have to. Well, you just got here. So. 
Yeah. I tried to get Mal to do the after hours show on her channel last time. I was like, you can do the after hours show. I can't so even remember how to work StreamYard. It'll take you 20 minutes just to get it set oh my, up. Mallory, if you want to do an after hours show, I will open it up on my channel and we'll do it. See? There you Perfect. go. Perfect. Because I, I honestly, it's been three months since I used StreamYard and I know it'll take me at least 20 minutes to get it going. I'll, I'll pop it up because I, you know me, I always love talking to you because you're just. We'll like, pop it up. Like I my see favorite it. person in the no, entire world. Got it. Yeah. See? So we'll have a couple of beers yeah. and. We'll Shane will have the after hour show, so make sure you there guys stay tuned for that. After hours on Shane's Craft Beer Review, check out. That'll be me and Mallory rocking the rocking the stuff. I mean, I know well, you guys Paul, are just going to come and watch it for Mallory, not me. I get it. It's okay. Well, Paul, just, just come Paul, and watch it. Paul might be home by then, so he's PA Brew News, so he might be able to join you. There you and, go. Perfect. Um, and then Bourbon. Bourbon, he says, invite me, please. He has two more hours, so he can actually join over there as well. Super, yeah. Come come back. check out my channel, yeah. Shane's Craft Beer Review. I'll do, I'll do a live with Mallory afterwards for sure. No yeah. problem. That'll be fun. Yeah, Tristan took the PlayStation to school ride. said, what the hell? <laughs> so, wait a See, that's a trap. You should have you stuck with the PlayStation, though. Yeah. That's it. I can't that's fault it. you on that. I know uh, uh, one of our other buddies, he's big Xbox. So I know you got in Trez's ear, too. You should get the Xbox. So, yeah. What up, Aubrey? Cheers, my friend. Happy Thursday to you. No dildo beer in the pantry had to settle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's kind of funny because you settle for Bud Light. Just like there's a whole thing oh. there, but <laughs> just kidding. Miller Lights. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, I'll leave that one That's alone awesome. there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, when I popped on, I had already opened my beer because I had yeah. a long day at work and I wanted a damn beer. So, <laughs> Of course. Why wouldn't you crack it open? Uh, Ravinia Brewing Company, it's their Baldwin Porter. Actually tastes more Ooh. like a stout than a porter. It's quite good. A little bit chocolatey uh, just from the malts. They didn't you know, add jumps or anything. 6%, 25 IBUs. They used East Kent Golding's hops, which is usually reserved for like ESBs. So it has a really interesting flavor with a nice little bitterness on the end that doesn't bite your face off. And I adore this beer so much. Nice. So Baldwin Ooh, Porter nice. from Ravinia. They got some great beers at Ravinia. Like I said, I, I picked up a few when I was down there back in July. They got some yeah. great beers down there. That 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 John Doe gingerbread stout. That one's craziness, right? Oh my god, that was so good. It, it was so it reminded me so much of like a it didn't taste like a pumpkin beer, but it had that same kind of vibe to it. Yeah, it has that allspice vibe, but it also, it, I think it's like ginger snaps. They call it gingerbread yes. snaps. Yes, ginger snaps. So yes, it, that's snaps yes. closed. It had a snap to it. So for me, it yes. was a ginger snap beer, but I it, love that one. They had some great beers there. I, I mean, I it's it's no hot butcher, but it's damn close. I gotcha. I understand. It's damn close. God, I. I want to go just move into hot, hot butcher. Hot butcher, dude. dude we have solid. a THC beer now. We you have, have a, a THC beer, beer now. We have wow. a THC beer. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Five well, I'll have, I'll have to come down before. I'll have to come down before July, and visit. Maybe in the spring or something. We'll hang See, out for. You can show up unannounced anytime. No, I would never. I would never show up unannounced. You know that. 
I, I literally mean that. If I, if Chu and I opened the door and you were standing there, you would be more than welcome at any time. Oh, I, I, I 100% know that, Mallory, but I would never show up unannounced. I would say, hey, you know what, what dude? Like, on a Wednesday, I'd be like, hey, I'm coming down on Friday. If you're working, I'm going to come and hang out at the friggin' brewery with you. I don't care. Right. Just, yeah. just to spend time with you guys. Cause you guys are awesome. Like yeah. my favorite people in the entire world. I swear to God, you guys are. How long did it take you to drive down there from where you're at? About eight hours. Uh, I think oh, it, no, I think it could go. Cause you, well, to drive right to Chicago where the Airbnb, I think it took me just over nine hours of driving. Okay. Ish. Well, I mean, I mean, we, we stopped the night, we, we left the night before and grabbed a hotel. Yeah, you um, stopped in like Kalamazoo or something, right? Cal yes, because Kalamazoo, I, I'm like, I had to stay there because Kalamazoo is just fun to say. Kalamazoo! Like, how is that? Like, Did you go fun? to Bell's while you were there? You should have got some good beer in Kalamazoo. I didn't because we didn't get there until late. Oh. Um, yeah, because we, we tried to go in a couple of different towns before Kalamazoo. Yeah. And like every place was full. Like we couldn't find a freaking hotel room anywhere. And then we finally got into Kalamazoo. I'm like, oh, we got to stay here. It's Kalamazoo. And I think the second or third place we went to in Kalamazoo had a room. I'm like, yeah, it's great. I get to stay in Kalamazoo. Just because it's, it's fun to say. It's Kalamazoo. I was, was going to say, this isn't going to sound right, but now we got Paul on the back end. It's not going to sound right. I knew when I said it. but Paul's on the back end. Bro. Hey. We all, we're all good. Paul's coming in the back end, and I'm going to sit here and suck on my dildo. Don't hurt the first back I ever came in, so it won't be the last either, sir. There you go. Hawker Shore, Hawker Shore, it's sure is good for you. Nice. I found this recently. <clears throat> Corbinian. Ooh. Ooh, the nice, nice thing was I went to a bottle shop that I like to go to that has a lot of uh, older beer, vintage, as some people say. And I was crawling like a dog, like a do. And there, this thing was on the back of some back shelves like this, squeezed in the frame, <laughs> oh. covered in dust. So I don't know exactly oh, really? how old this is, but that's perfect. It's it's it <laughs> I'm super yeah. jealous because I know no, I'll never see no that. Oxidation. No oxidation. You never see it. I will never <laughs> see that up here. I, I can get, I can get the, I can get the regular hacker for sure up here, but I will probably never see that version of it. Hacker for sure. For sure. For sure. I'm a pasty white Canadian guy. Like, what do you want out of me? I spell color with you yeah. for God's sakes. What do you want? <laughs> I'm actually surprised. Not, not, not once tonight has Shane referenced Maple either. I, you know, I've been, I've been trying to behave because I sometimes I go a little bit over the top about my maple syrup addiction. You know what? You say you've been trying to behave. You weren't talking about maple syrup, but you talked about dildos for 15 straight minutes. Are you kidding it's, me right now? It's a freaking city in Newfoundland. <laughs> oh, kind of big. That is not trying to behave. I, I can't help the fact that we have names like Dildo and Doglick and, you know, it's just stupid names for some of our cities. In Pennsylvania, and there's an area in Pennsylvania that <clears throat> there's three places, Intercool Balls and Paradise. 
the funny thing is the way the roads are if you go through intercourse you get to paradise if you actually go around intercourse you get blue balls and that is funny so i think they knew what they were doing that is that is awesome that is bloody awesome and i thought kentucky was interested when a place called big bone lick (laughs) in kentucky Uh, actually paul when you went down to frankfurt you probably you may have seen a sign for big bone lick park i don't know i'm glad i I would have just hard turned (laughs) (laughs) now there's a whole michigan and they have a marathon where you run across the whole town and at the end you get a t-shirt that says i ran through hell and all i got was this Mm t-shirt But it's like so a whole, not, not a marathon yeah. itself, but you know, like a run through the city. And every once in a while in Michigan, I'll see people with that shirt, and it always makes me chuckle. <laughs> there is a city in Michigan that has that has a festival called the Testicle Festival. Oh, well, that's and it's nuts. it's kind of like it's kind of like like a <laughs> it's kind of like a rib fest, like where you have ribs. But at the Testicle Festival, it's all testicles from different animals that they cook up and you get to try it's called the testicle i think i i want to think it's like maybe lansing michigan or something i can't remember exactly where that's yeah, that got ball. because when i think testicles i think ribs <laughs> and i you know honestly I've, I've never had animal testicles ever but i'm not a I mean, I guess you, gotta, you gotta remove your testicles in your own mouth that's what i heard but i, I don't that's the festival connection. Other than that, yeah, nothing. All new Rocky Mountain oysters there. I, I grew up in a town called Byron, Illinois, and every fall we had the Turkey Testicle Festival. It was every Same year, as a kid, and uh, it was kind of a, like a biker rally as well. So all like we would have eight blocks blocked off just for bikes to park. I mean, it was just a crazy motorcycle event in the fall. And um, there, there were like three different bars that were cooking up turkey testicles the entire three-day weekend or whatever. Um, and yeah, it was a huge thing in my town growing up. They, I don't think they do it anymore, but yeah, they did it for my whole childhood. I mean, I remember that up until I went to college. So Well, there yeah. was awesome. definitely not been the first time with a bunch of guys and assless chaps for gobbling testicles. Yep. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they went balls out. They did. (laughs) Now, the biggest problem, the biggest problem, my my grandfather passed away uh, the week before the festival. festival, And he wanted people to gather at this one bar for his, like, you know, gathering or whatever. And it was during the festival that we all had to gather after his funeral. And you know, everyone's all these bikers. Everyone's in there having a good time, drinking too much, eating testicles, and we're sitting there going, "Oh, Grandpa's dead." It was really awkward for everybody involved. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that would be kind of awkward. And then Tracy, so we honored his wishes. We followed the rules. We did what we had to do. It was all good. It's like I don't even know who you are, Trez, right now. Mountain wishes, pig nuts are the best. I don't, yeah. I mean, I like bacon. I like ham. My, my thing is I like pork chops. I like pork. But I, I never thought about the pig nuts. Right. You know, if if somebody served you 
pig nuts and didn't tell you what they were and just said, hey, hey, Rod, take, you know, and just had a little morsel of it on a fork and said, hey, Rod, check this out. And you'd probably be like, hey, you know what? This is really good. Oh, that, even more to the point. Yeah. Do you, if you've had hot dogs, you probably did have pig nuts at some point in time because they probably just threw yeah. everything in there, ground it up, and just said, there you go, kids, have some fun. You know what yeah, I mean? It, so it was the filler. Right, it was the filler. It was the filler. <laughs> You're probably right, Paul. 100. percent Yeah. Mm -hmm. It all starts Probably. Yeah. Here we go. I didn't know you were from Mississippi. Big wrestling town, Starkville. Starkville, Big Daddy. Yeah, I know you like that Dusty Rhodes earlier. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, the intro, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Reach out to me. <laughs> Turn around. I've not played it tonight because you weren't even here. Rocky Mountain. Yeah. I just haven't been drinking. It's a uh, cowboys or bulls. It's a uh, cowboy balls. No, it's a uh, periosis. It's a quadro quadrotonic. I can't even say it's Belgian. It's a quad with coffee beans from oh, Belgium. Ten percent. I've never seen this oh. before. I know I know I can get two or three more bottles, but they're, it's from 2015. It, it's probably pretty damn good. By the way, I, I know you can get oh, some so pretty crazy stuff. Like you yeah. This one's two, from 2014. This is, okay, can't, I can't even do English, so this will be fun. The Doctor Van and this Le Assemble. But it is a Belgian, it's a Belgian barley wine, superior all malt barley wine from 2014, and it was very nice. Very you nice. drank it already, Ed. Oh, I drank it already, yes. And actually, I have another bottle, and up at Sabatini's, the place that I go that has a lot of crazy stuff, they have two more bottles up there. It's $17 a bottle. I would happily pay that every day for that. It was very nice. Mm. Very nice. So seventeen dollars. Wow, that's man. like that's like a hundred and forty dollars Canadian, I think. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, oh, believe me, charging they're charging in Canadian for the fucking Anchorage Brewing Company stuff. One hundred ninety-five Canadian dollars for one beer. I'm sorry, that I don't know crazy. if they they harvest their own unicorn sperm and put it in those beers, <laughs> but go 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 anywhere and and just suck whatever you can find because I'm not paying ninety five dollars American for a twelve ounce bottle of beer. No, like no. I I would love to sit down with the guy from Anchorage. I know at some point in time will punch me, but I deserve it. But like I would love like please just the price of your beers, please just oh, for sure. try. Yeah. The, the only beer that I'm going to pay that kind of money for is uh, Sam Adams Utopias. And I was I was actually looking for one. I, I, know, like, I wouldn't pay money for that. Yeah, I've I had a chance to buy that one time, and it was like I'm not buying that for two hundred a bottle. No, I'll buy it. I bought. I did. I did buy Sink the Bismarck, which was that crazy 40, 41 or forty five right. percent beer from Blue Dog. It, I was in England at the time, and I figured, you know, I'm in England. I'm going to share it anyway. This is you know one of those moments, and it was still only fifty dollars. So I figured, you know, yeah. like, whatever, who cares? I'd never do it again, but I did it once. Now, Utopas, uh, the thing is, I've never seen it under 275 bucks. That's a lot of money Yeah, yeah. Oh, it for is. a beer. It's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. You're not going to buy a second one. 
you're going to buy it one time. You're going to review it. You're going to enjoy the hell out of it and appreciate what it is and have a really super cool looking bottle well, on the back of your bar. You're going to, well, you're going to hope you enjoy it. But yeah, at the same enough. time, I kind of is like that cover almost looks like an, an ancient like car hub brake assembly too. Like it's got a little bit of a duality to it when I look at it like artistically. I go, I like the bottle. Big fan of the bottle. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I know. I know. Uh, Maybe I get the genie uh, TK, in this one. Yeah. TK from a beer day with TK did a Utopias recently with Anderson, and I think Anderson mm -hmm. paid four hundred dollars for that bottle. If I'm not mistaken. That was four hundred for theirs. Yeah. 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 And and honestly, they. I got a you could pay off if he wants to. If, if he's <laughs> yeah, got free money, I got. Yeah, because he got, he actually got nominated for a Chuggy Award for that video, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. I think he got he a nomination for a Chuggy Award. For sure. Yeah, splattered hogs. Hey, Four hundred dollars, I'll chug everything. For sure. Right. Oh, uh, that I, was not I'm right. Down. So now with you know Mal. What, or <laughs> Me, or is there a different person? <laughs> I I know there's an influencer beer with Val, but this is Mal. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Mal with an M. My name means bad luck, Val. literally. Val. If you've ever looked my, of my name in a baby book, oh, it wow. actually literally translates to bad luck or unfortunate one. That's not my last name. Nailed it. And my last name's Payne. Yeah. I got I'm bad luck Payne. That is my name. There you go. That's your biker carrying. Don't, don't let your name fool you, Mallory. You're fucking awesome. Oh, sorry. I swore again. Like I hurt my oh, knee or something. Yeah. I made a you was you were complimenting Val That's on the way home when I was in my truck and I was like, I said something that you definitely shouldn't say on YouTube, so I'm not gonna repeat it. So <laughs> but it was like, oh my god, I really uh oh, granddad. <laughs> yeah, eating off the land is pretty good for sure there. Um, but mm -hmm. I got to jump off. I get up early. Shane, right. you miss mm -hmm. up the after hour? Yeah, so I'm going to. Uh, you hey, set it up and give me the link, and I can put the link in here for people to come over. Oh, for okay. Yeah, for sure, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, I'll set that up here after I close out all these stupid beer conversions of the expensive beer that I've had, I have. Yeah, and that'll well, give me come, time to get myself another one. Come but to America to buy another beer. Just in case you <laughs> slip away while I'm grabbing another one, Rod. I love you. I'm so sorry I was late today. I did my best. No, you can apologize. You got happy to see you, and I will definitely Appreciate see you next you as well. week. Is Chu there? Chu still at work? Yeah, he hasn't made it home yet, or I haven't uh, heard him come in yet. Okay, you gotta get so. that ghost to bring you some beers. You know, I, I, I heard some knocking outside, but I'm pretty sure it was the cats being stupid, so it's yeah. all good. And my phone hasn't started playing random music any... any. Not since that episode. That was interesting. Not since that episode. It hasn't happened since. Yeah. It was really strange, though. A little paranormal activity on the show. I love it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That was really weird. That's cool. All right. I'm going to grab another beer. Right. What part of what, Amer what part of America are you swing down to, Shane? Oh, there's the glass. There's the glass. Yes, Rod yes. Beer. I have to show up my amazing Rod J. Beer Ventures glass. There you go. What what, right. what part of America you swing down to, Shane? Well, he well, he's not swinging down now. I don't think uh, he went when? to Illinois when he no no. Swing dude. When they do what, Paul? You cut out there. 
When, what's uh, what what come down there? to America? What what parts does he get? What does he hit? Oh, where do you go, where do you go when you come down? Like he goes to New York and stuff because he's right across. From- oh, I uh, in in the past year, I've I've been down to Chicago. I've been to uh, I went to the Alchemist Brewery in Vermont this year, which is friggin' spectacular. If you've never been there. Um, I'm not opposed to going anywhere. If there's a, a brewery that's like really stand out to people, I have no problem traveling wherever. I, I normally tell foreigners to stay the hell out of America. Maybe for <laughs> you, I'll take the exception. But no, I, you can't. There's, you a, can't there's a lot of uh, your beer is freaking cheap. If you take if you take the uh, what would be the east side and everybody goes up the west side, but if you go to the east side of like Seneca Lake and stuff, there's some cool brewing company straight through. Uh, actually, they go straight through New York, and 14 goes right down into Pennsylvania where I'm at. And there's a couple cool brewing companies around this way too. You just take 14 almost straight down. It's pretty good. So up, up there, up in like Buffalo area, whatever, you shoot down 90, and then you can hit where the Great Lakes are, and then you can go straight down, and uh, there's oh, okay. a lot of cool different places. Yeah. And then there, like, it goes right down into Pennsylvania where you can shoot off and hit like New Trail and different stuff like that. And it just, the, uh, it, brewing companies around here are just popping up left and right. It's kind of stupid. Yeah. Well, Trent, if you hang out, Shane's going to put a link here. Will you, right. Did you okay. set it up yet? <laughs> Yeah, I, I sent you the link to your Instagram. Oh, okay. Um, because I, I tried to I tried to post it in the chat and it wouldn't let me for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. So I I just sent the link to your Instagram. All right, let me see. Here. What about a pop that? Well, up. that's well, that's the invite link. Um, right, that's at the link to the show. That's the link. Yeah, if it's, a, if it's the invite link, send it to me via Messenger. Well, I'm going to put, I'm just gonna put the invite in private chat. So, no, I just sent it on private so Mal and Paul can jump in off that link. But where's the link for the jump show? Jump all over that Because once you go live on that channel, I well, what the link will be for that channel. Let me see. Sorry, Rod. Old people in technology sucks. <laughs> Did you say <laughs> I'm wait, me and Shane are the same age? Well, I'm older than Shane, actually, so Shane should have this down. <laughs> You're wiser. <laughs> did you did you See? set up this? Did you set up the show, Shane? Because I can actually I did actually. Well, it's it's sitting there. Like I said, I that link up, that I, I can pull up you. Shane's channel. Well, the link you sent me was to invite oh. the panelists. So that's what I put in the private. So Mal and Paul can follow that, and you can invite Bourbon Bounty once you're set. But the link for the actual show. A really big show. Let me see here. Wouldn't they be able to see the show? Well, Shane set it up. I got it here for after hours. So. In the I regular put, chat, just put a link to your channel. I got no, I got the show link here now from yeah, Shane's channel. Yeah, just, just go on. Yeah, just so just go on my channel, Paul. And I'll I'll put the in Yeah, I'll just well I got it. You sure you have it? it? 
I just pop it. over to my channel, Paul. I'll put That's the I'll put the invite link in the general chat, and you can just click on. So it. So in the in the, in the regular chat, Shane's channel for or the, anybody else who wants to jump on. That's for the after hour link that I just put. For there sure, for come Shane's over to Shane's channel. craft beer review. Paul and Mal have the private here to go there to be on the panel. So Shane just has to go live on his channel, and then people can go there. They will come if you come. So I'm going to sign off here. Yeah, and as soon as this stream yeah. ends, I will, I will start that. <laughs> so Love thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Go, you're welcome. Thank you. Go to the go to the link there for Shane's. Dress is still here. Val Kilmer, just a beer, really. <laughs> Val Kilmer. That's right. When you start it, they will come. But we'll go ahead and end this one. Go to Shane's for the after hours. Everybody have a great weekend. cool. And then I will start I'll start mine as soon as this stream ends. So All right. we'll be good. So now we will sign off. Sign off, Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs>